Welcome back to the Commissioner Kellen podcast and welcome to the newcomers. We have new listeners, hopefully. Um, welcome, those of you tuning in for the Lorenz Hockey League, the LHL. Uh, we've got a, to call it a new segment would be an understatement. We went hard into this draft recap that just wrapped up. Uh, what was that? A few nights ago, I don't know. Um, but welcome, welcome all. Uh, this is the Commissioner Kellen Podcast, and this is episode 2.14, 2.14. How about that? Um, so yeah, for everyone tuning in for football, we will definitely get into the normal football leagues. Um, the fantasy hockey guys, the, the people that are new, guys and gal, potentially. Um, oh man, that song is way shorter than I thought. Well, if that's not a good introduction to the Commissioner Kellen Podcast, I don't know what is. We do it all on the fly. There's very little planning, but, um... Let's get into today's agenda. So we have the Lorenz Hockey League coverage first. That's, you know, if you're in the LHL Fantasy Hockey League, just continue listening. No clicking around needed, uh, especially if you're driving. Just be patient for 30 more seconds here, and the pod will take you right into the hockey segment. But I will be joined by the Tommies, hosted by Brother Tommy. He, uh, brother Tommy is who I call Ricky's brother, uh, and then I, there's Cousin Tommy, too. But Brother Tommy wanted to try his hand at hosting. He did a damn good job, too. So I'll pass it over to hear him in just a little bit. Uh, we're going to break down the draft, favorite and least favorite draft picks and team breakdowns real quick. So um, I think you guys will really enjoy what we put together. Um, hey, if you're new, like, follow, subscribe, leave a rating, as long as it's hashtag five stars only. Those are the only ratings we allow up in here. Um, but yeah, welcome. Maybe there will be more segments to come. So um, hope you enjoy this first one, though. For the for the regular crowd, fantasy football gang, we will start after the hockey segment with the guillotine league. Obviously, we had a two-week execution period that began last week, so we have an execution upcoming this week. I will go through the standings and the tiers before an execution weekend. Thursday night football is now underway. Oh, look, the Saints went three and out. How? Oh, no, they're going for it. How uh, How surprising that they're struggling on offense. Um, and then we'll do survey results. We had another fun survey. We'll go through that. Auction and keeper leagues, same, same segment between the two leagues. We will quickly recap last week, see how we did with scoring, high and low scores, all that stuff, and then we'll talk about this week's matchups. So that is enough from me. Let me pass it over now to the Tommies, and uh, we will cover the Lorenz Hockey League. For the other leagues, check out the timestamps in the episode description on whatever platform you listen to. But all right, let's get it popping. All right, I'm joined now by a couple of Tommies, a couple of Tommy Lorenzes here. We are here to talk hockey in a first ever on the Commissioner Kellen podcast. This is exciting stuff. Uh, brother Tommy, let's start with you first. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. It's uh, it's nice for us to do a commissioner collaboration here. Uh, cop empty net goal. How are you? Um, we're recording this on Wednesday night, we just kind of sealed the game, but uh, no, nice to do a commissioner collaboration here. I'm the commissioner of uh, the hockey league. Um, some crossover with uh, with the normal podcast league, so some of you guys already know that but uh but we're we're good we're gonna do uh a first ever fantasy hockey draft recap here no fuck sides love his bet so damn it (laughs) 
I had a three dollar bet for the exact score to be four to three. <laughs> oh, the empty netter killed it! Damn it! Maybe it's offside. It three bucks to win right. seventy-eight bucks. <laughs> oh, I'm livid. Uh, at least I had wings money line and wings plus one and a half too. But uh, sorry to cut you off there. That, your, t- that... your TV's your TV's delayed. I, I mean, guess I so. That goal, and then you reacted a good three minutes later. So Hot start to the pod. We're, we're really breaking the news here. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. offside. You might be all right. Oh, let's go. Let's go. It's close. Oh nope. We want we want a close game. Call it off. <laughs> Call it back. We're going to Toronto. I mean, well, on that note, let me just say that I have. Ottawa puck line tonight, Red Wings money line. I parlayed both of their money lines, and I have Houston Astros. So, fall stays the same. We're we're looking at a, a pretty beefy night. There you go. We like them beefy. Well, I'm sorry to cut you off there with my gambling debauchery. Oh God, I'm I'm hanging on by a thread here. That's all. It's <laughs> all back. Um, sorry to cut you off, but let this be a lesson to everyone else. If anybody ever wants to do a segment, I'm all ears. We'll make it happen. So yes, Tommy, commissioner really collaborations. Idea. Absolutely. It's a platform for all. I just, you guys have to just put up with me as the host. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to give you the Tom Lorenz bump. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. My Lorenz uh, viewership or listenership will have never been higher. going to be the biggest episode yet. And it might be. We're Yeah, we're going to cover four leagues in this episode. Very exciting. But Cousin Tommy, how are you? Let's get you introduced. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Good. I've uh, been real busy. It's midterm week, but uh, happy to make time cool. for the pod. Carving out some time for the people. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad to have you both on. I, I think that's it for an intro. Um, so, brother Tommy, you're going to drive the bus tonight and be our host. So, I'll let <laughs> yes, you here. So yeah, the, the plan for today is we're gonna go uh we're gonna go round by round. We're gonna go pretty quick, but we're gonna say what who we liked best as a pick, who we liked least as a pick. Um, and then once we recap the draft, you know, round by round, we're gonna look at the teams and we're gonna we're gonna give like uh we're gonna assign like a, a value pick, like what was the best value? Like who's who did you really steal off the board that that we really like. Who did you maybe reach? We're also going to say worst pick. So who did you maybe reach for? That's uh, that's not that good. And then uh, I have like a little extra nugget for each team. Um, we are going to do like most predictable pick, but some some people win a little bit unpredictable. So I have a different nugget for them. But uh, that's the that's the agenda for today. Um, and uh, I'm sure we'll have some some other, uh, you know, just general comments along the way. Um, and then for those people that aren't in the fantasy hockey league that are just, you know, the football guys, maybe you accidentally listened through this podcast, you know, you're, you're going to get some, you're going to get some insight from the Thompson Callen, like, you know, who has a, a massive hog, you know, those are people, <laughs> if you're, if you're, if you're on a Tuesday night, there's no football on, you're looking to gamble. You're going to remember us saying like, oh, the ducks are terrible. And Anze Kopitar has a huge hog. So maybe I <laughs> sprinkle a little Anze Kopitar, anytime goal score action and, and you'll thank us for that later absolutely just don't follow my gambling advice for exact scores because i think i'm about <laughs> to oh oh you might be ahead of me they're making yeah, the call it's, right now it's it's good you're not gonna like it five three five three ah uh, well i'm two for three bets. i just lost the big one but oh well 
All right. That's my last time interrupting with my gambling debauchery for tonight. Oh, it's all good. That's part of the part of the pod is what what sports game do they do the boys have on in the background? <laughs> How much money am I losing tonight? <laughs> yeah, the, the, I feel like there's always uh, you usually record a Thursday night football one. So I always get a, a little Thursday night tidbit. But uh, but yeah, I think we're I think we're good to go ahead and hop in it. So um, first round, I'm going to I'm going to read the picks real quick and then uh, and then we're going to jump in with our takes. So. Round one, we had McDavid, Dreisaitl, Kachuk, Pasternak, McKinnon, Kucherov, Rotnin, Matthews, McCarr, Jason Robertson, Jack Hughes, and Tage Thompson. Tom, you want to go ahead and give us your take? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's the first round, so there wasn't too much that didn't that wasn't unexpected. Uh, I don't really have a best pick because it's they're all good picks. You, you all have good stuff. There was only really two that I didn't love. That was Kucherov and Tage Thompson. Like Kucherov was my pick for my least favorite pick. Uh, I think he's just going to not have the biggest year. And I think there was a clear top seven. And if you're picking yeah. him before Rantanen and Matthews, I think you're making mistakes. Tage Thompson, yeah, he's a second rounder. He's I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, Kucherov, I love. Um, I was talking to you the other day. Vegas has him at like 108 points or something like that, which I, I bet the under, but you know, he's probably going to get over a hundred points, but I agree with you that that above rotten in is, is a reach. And uh, Ricky taking rotten in at seven is my best pick. I think I would have taken him at three, maybe four, yeah, but good um, value there. he's just so, a stud. He <laughs> took Ricky to the chip uh, last year. He was part of the freshly wiped butts last year, and he maintained his status as a premium butt. So uh, I think Ricky has the best pick. And, and yeah, Tage Thompson's just not a first-round pick. When you have the back-to-back, um, I think I still would have picked Kaprizov <laughs> as his worst pick. Uh, so either way, you know, Jake, Jake got you know stuck with the last pick it sucks but in the first round it's not surprising that the 12th pick is and actually Callum got great value at eight with Austin Matthews huge value that's huge value at eight let's go (laughs) he's gonna finish the year with 41 goals he already has six so (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I I'm not gonna toot my own horn much on this pod because I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm sure everyone will be able to tell through my quote-unquote analysis on this pod um, but yeah, I'll toot my honer, my my own horn early here because I was very surprised to get Austin Matthews at eight there. You know, given his recent success, uh, was sixty goals just a couple of years ago. Uh, the dude's a machine. So I kind of panicked a little bit because Rantanen was who I had kind of pegged before the draft started. Uh, he was ranked eighth, and I just kind of assumed the draft would be a little chalky. So when Rick picked Rantanen at seven, I panicked a little bit. And then I was like, oh, Matthews is there. That, that's nice. Um, <laughs> so I'll give myself a little toot-toot for Matthews there at eight. I'm going to say my least favorite was McCarr because I had him last year and he sucked ass. Yeah. Yeah, he, he got banged up last year. No, he just sucks. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Sounds like you just didn't manage him properly. <laughs> Poor coaching. <laughs> It's not you didn't manage your team like you managed blue team for intermediate champions. I'm not on this podcast to hold any accountability. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm here to place the blame. All right. Uh ready for round two. Uh round two, 
Uh, we have uh, Kaprizov, Marner, Shosturkin, uh, Adam Fox, Brady Kachuk, Sorokin, Crosby, Ottinger, Georgiev, Pedersen, Stutzla, and Olmark. Uh, I'll go first on this one because I was at four and I was like, hmm, do I take Pedersen or do I take Panarin? And I went rogue and picked Adam Fox. And I <laughs> think I might regret not taking Pedersen. So I gave Tom taking Pedersen 10th in the second round, uh, the best value. I think that's just an outstanding pick. Honorable m- mention to Tim Stutzla, who's a stud. Um, and then my worst pick, I uh, I went with Sorokin. He's He's one of the best goalies in fantasy, but I just don't think the Islanders win enough games. Um, Ricky with a yet again, repeat pick Ricky's a guy's guy. And uh, that trend continued with yeah, that was picking, a super predictable pick picking the same two people that were on his team last year. Again, I'm surprised he didn't pick Pedersen who I believe was honest, but you know, he was, he was like, Oh, which one of my guys do I take? And he just panicked and took the goalie, I guess. Is he just trying to recreate teams of the past that he had success with? Ricky hit on every single pick last year, and yeah. all of those guys have higher value now. So, and then he uh, finished in second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he got, got hose in the finals. <laughs> That's a good run. I can't blame him. Yeah, I, uh, I, I thought a lot of the same things you did. It's the only time I picked myself for the best pick. I took Patterson. I thought that was yeah, it's the best awesome, pick. awesome value. Um. Uh, same idea as you and like just in general like I hate taking a goalie in the first and second round I think it's just you're getting bad value there uh, and of like the five goalies that were taken I did not like your give he just yeah. the Colorado doesn't have great defense you're gonna let in a lot of goals you're gonna get wins but you're gonna get let in a lot of goals and his goals against or the save percentage isn't gonna be there either so yeah I, I had a last year he got hot but He's yeah. They have a lot of great defense that are trying to score goals. Yeah, I don't, I don't love that. Yeah, Georgiev was when I saw that, I almost barfed. But and then I got Pedersen. So yeah, yeah. I mean that one, you, you got to pat yourself in the back. I liked Pedersen a lot. I I debated him when I took Kachuk there. I I was I like I mean, Brady. That's a good pick. Brady's yeah, a great pick. Pedersen yeah. was. Such an attractive option. I mean, he's only 24 years old. I didn't realize he was that young. It's been oh. in the league for so many years already. I was like, oh, this could be even more of a breakout year. So if I didn't go Kachuk, I probably was going to go Patterson. Um, so, yeah, I really liked that pick. Uh, and I hate to steal your guys' answers, but Sorokin was my least favorite as well um, for the reasons you already hit on. I don't think the Islanders are going to win many games. And I came in close to last last year. Um, with, uh, I think my goalies were all right, but, uh, I, I think I picked goalies from good teams and that was a recipe I was looking to follow again this year. Um, yeah, it, well, <laughs> need to work on the rest of it. So we'll see how, <laughs> what this year holds. But yeah, the Islanders goaltender wasn't the most attractive option for me. Yeah. Uh, just I'm, one I'm... other little nugget. Glenn Pick and Sidney Crosby. He'd done that four years in a row now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too early <laughs> yeah i mean that's just way too early um same same argument as matthews like if he's not a center it's fine but because he's a center he he slips in the draft and glenn probably could have picked him up in the third yeah 
but you know, Glenn was focused on getting another veteran in the third round. <laughs> um, so we on we on to round three. Yep, on to round three. On to round three, real quick. I'll go through them again. We got Quinn Hughes, William Nylander, the Bradman, Artemi Panarin, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, Glenn, JT Miller, Mika Zibanejad, Kevin Fiala, Sebastian Ajo, Rupe Hints, and Rasmus. $11 million Darlene. Kellen, you want to lead us off? Uh, yeah, I'll try to stumble through it. I don't know if I like the Quinn Hughes pick. I mean, he's, he's a D man. I, I get that. He's not going to score a ton of goals. Um, probably drafted mostly for his assists and I guess plus minus probably helps a little bit, but. Oh, it doesn't. Me, his plus minus is terrible. Is it bad? Yeah. Vancouver lets in a lot of goals. And okay. He plays hey, thirty I, minutes a night. I was looking at last year as plus fifteen. Plus so fifteen, yeah. Was, Are you kidding me? Yeah, he was plus fifteen last year. Plus ten year back of a second half. Now in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, 24. So <laughs> he might have been leading the Masters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that surprises me. I didn't even know that about Quinn. Yeah. So his plus minus is pretty solid these last couple of years, but I don't know he. Those assists are nice, but that's not enough for me to grab a D-man there. Um, yeah. My favorite, though, probably probably the bread man. That dude rocks. I was very happy with my top three. Yeah. Patterson and Perry. I didn't realize that was yours. Yeah. Oh, back I hate that. Great. No. I'll change Got my pick to Stamkos. <laughs> no, I'll go Bradman. I, I like that dude. Yeah, my three favorite picks were Panarin. I really like Ryan Nugent Hopkins right after that. And then uh, JT Miller. I really like it because he's right winger. Right wing's a little weaker than the rest, and he's got dual position. I think JT Miller was my favorite pick of that round. And I did not like Ajo. I thought that was. I think I have your wife on here quite a bit, Tommy, on the worst pick. Well, if there's anyone that's not going to listen to this podcast, it's her. Yeah. So- didn't didn't well, love her draft as I was going <laughs> through it. Aho like not putting up the points he used to. He only put up 67 last year. I don't see him getting any more this year. So yeah. I thought that was a bad pick. He's just the guy that he gets like an assist or an goal. And it's just like you you just want a three-point night out of your guys every once in a while. And Aho's not that guy. Especially with hints, right? Right? Like she had hints or Aho. You gotta take hints. She loves Rupe hints too. I know. You gotta take hints there. That's uh that's back to back Finrail. I know. The finish centers. No, I, I agree. I um I for best pick, I, I said Bradman because again, I contemplated taking him at 16 overall. And here he is in the third round. Um, I've taken him in the first round as high as seventh overall. And it's not like he's gotten worse. Um, so he's just uh he's a power play specialist. Um and basically, I, I just want a share of the Rangers power play. That's why I went with Fox in round two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, getting getting Panarin in round three just feels like a steal. Um, JT Miller is also a steal in round three. With with Patterson and JT Miller, when they did the coaching change and traded Bo Horvat, those guys had instant chemistry and just tore up the league the second half of the year and got a ton of shorthanded points in the process. So um, JT Miller is a guy that, We'll get 80 to 100 
and he will get all those intangibles like power play points, shorthanded points, even penalty minutes here or there. So um, I, I, I gave it to Breadman with JT Miller, honorable mention. Yeah. And then I gave Dalene my, uh, my worst because you don't expect a guy that gets paid $11 million to, to, to give a shit oh. on the ice. I mean, he got $88 million on a, or something like that. 11, $11 million for eight years. And then I, I, at, at some point, Owen Power is going to dip into that the, the minutes. And so um didn't like that pick. Round three is way too high for him, especially because there's better players and defensemen, which we'll talk about in round four. There's, in my opinion, two defensemen that were taken in round four that are better players. Can we talk about um, the $88 yeah. million dollars real quick? I've, I've never done cocaine in my life, but if you gave me $88 million, I would start doing cocaine immediately. <laughs> Imagine if you got $88 million and lived in Buffalo. Oh, my God. It'd be snowing in Buffalo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Cocaine. That's unreal. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that new contract. You're right. <laughs> It, you just, you know, it it doesn't go well. Like you I want, didn't like the pick before you said that. Now I contract really years. <laughs> the contract years where you where you get the uh, the superstar that pops off and then yeah. you know, disappears. Exactly. You sound like my dad. Anytime anybody has a good year, he says, huh, "Must be a contract year." <laughs> that sounds, that, like, sounds like old man Callen. Oh God, yep. That's that's <laughs> his bread and butter for negative comments while he watches the game. All right, we can jump into round four here. Those uh, defensemen I talked about, we start with Yossi. We have Connor Hellebach, uh, Nico Hishier, Miro Haskinen, Norris, uh, Adrian Kempe, UC Soros, Brad Marchand, Kyle Connor, Dougie Hamilton, Josh Morrissey, Josh Norrissey maybe, uh, Timo Meyer, and Clayton Ooh. Keller. Um, Tom, what do you got for this one? Uh, I got you as my favorite pick, Miro Haskinen. He's going to be sick. Like he's really coming into his own right now. He's going to get a ton of points. He runs with PPs on one of the best teams. Uh, PP and penalty kill and five on five. Yeah, I mean, and he had seventy three points last year and is just trending upwards. Like that, I really wanted him. Uh, and then the pick I didn't like was Yossi because Jake had a chance at Heiskanen. Like you, you got to go with Heiskanen. He took two bad D in a row. He went Dolly and Yossi back to back with Heiskanen yeah. on the board. Yeah, you can't do that. But honorable mention to Brad Marchand, I was a hundred percent taking him if he was on board. <laughs> Glenn sniped him. You're a Marchand guy. I'm a Marchand guy. You gotta know Glenn. If there's a veteran on the board, he's gonna take him. I really like the value with Kyle Connor too. I mean, he put yeah. up a ton of points. I think late fourth round is super good for Kyle Connor. Yeah, my best and worst pick for this round. I just said Winnipeg. Um, <laughs> okay. Kyle Connor, best pick. In round four, huge value for a guy that's going to score 30, usually 40 goals every year. Mm -hmm. um, worst pick shared between Connor Hellebuck and Josh Morrissey. Um, a little bit more leaning Hellebuck just because, again, you, you want a mid-goalie on a good team more than you want a good goalie on a mid-team. Mm -hmm. And he's a good goalie on a mid-team, a team that'll be in that seven to 10 range in the West conference might make playoffs, might not depending largely on how he plays, but um, there's going to be a lot of nights that he lets in three plus goals and you just don't want that. 
or nights that he only lets in one or two goals and uh, and still loses. So I I had him as my worst pick, but I didn't love your pick of Marissi. I think it was he's a, a great pick. player, a little bit high, especially when you look at like his points last year compared to his career high prior. It's like mm. he was like thirty points above. So how much mm. of that is flash in the pan? How much of it is 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 he the real deal? Um. So I said uh, I said Connor is the best. Hellebuck and Marissi were the worst. Um, Clayton Keller, a little bit sneaky, kind of like Pro Harbor. I think that's a good pick. <laughs> yeah, it's a little sneaky. sneaky. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Callan, what do you got for round four? Uh, so my, uh, yeah, I looked at Hellybuck for my favorite, but then, yeah, Winnipeg's just not going to win that many games. So, um, my favorite pick, uh, where did he go? Uh, was, was Heiskanen. I, he puts up a lot of points as a D man, get some penalty minutes too. And the plus minus isn't going to kill you. That was a really good pick, I thought. My least favorite was Marshawn. I get it. He does everything. He gets goals, assists, penalty minutes. Um, it, he does it all. But he's just a scumbag, so I hate him. That's a good Kelton analysis right there. Fuck Marshawn. Yep, yep. fuck <laughs> yeah. the Bruins. Fuck the Bruins. Um, Timo Meyer's looking like a bad pick as well. Just He got healthy, uh, healthy sat for the entire oh, third no. period the other day. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how that plays out. E. <clears throat> uh, round five, we have uh, Vanacek, Ovechkin, Gensel, Eric Carlson, Victor Hedman, Charlie McAvoy, you want ice time, Zach Hyman, <laughs> Ilya Samsonov, uh, Kuzmenko, Matt Boldy, Jesper Bratt, and Philip Gustafson. Um, I'll, I'll lead off on this one, round five. Um, this is the one time I'm going to toot my own horn and say Kuzmenko, round five is a steal. Um, Again, with Vancouver, they have four players that score goals. Um, we've already covered three of them. Kuzmenko's the fourth. So to get him in round five feels like a steal to me. I think he, he'll he be sniffing around 80, 90 points. A lot of power play points. Um, so I'm going to give myself a, a humble brag. But Gensel, uh, Tom, great pick. You're a Gensel guy. I am a Gensel guy. Round five is a steal. <laughs> Um, so I gave, I'll, I'll get, I'll give you the props. Um, and then the Eric Carlson pick, he's not going to play 82 games this year. He's not going to get 101 points this year. And you saw how his production was when he split time with Brent Burns. Uh, so splitting time with Latang, I think he's gonna take a step back. Um, but you know, I watched the Red Wings game tonight. He looked pretty good and had instant chemistry with Sid and, and Gino. So we'll see on that one. But again, I just don't think he's going to play 82 games and the best ability is availability. Yeah. Uh, for my worst pick, I also had Carlson. It was a tie between Carlson and Gustafson. Uh, Gustafson kind of the same reason for Hellebuck. Minnesota is like, they're always barely in the playoffs. They let up a lot of goals. They score a lot of goals, let up a lot of goals. And like, he's not getting as much time in the net as Hellebuck is. So yeah, a little bit weak for a fifth round pick. I think if he's, if it's a seventh or eighth, I like him, but a little early for that, especially with all the talent on the board still. But uh, I liked all the picks you mentioned, but like Ovechkin too, sneaky, sneaky, good pick in the fifth. He puts yeah. up and, every year. And Ricky going back to the well with Hyman back to back years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they're just going to be feeding the puck for goals. Yeah, he's power play. all the empty netters. He's part of the best power play in the NHL. Yeah, 
Although I think Washington is going to be pretty trash this year. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the only thing they care about is the Fetchkin scoring goals. So you might have a good True. year. True. They have nothing else to play for. They don't. Yeah. Ovi was my pick too for favorite. I mean, I, I forgot about him. Like I, I just assumed he went round one or round two. Like I would have, I would have probably taken him in the third just because I, I knew, took, don't I think he went round two last year. Before. What's that? I think he went round two last year. Did he line up back to back picks and go Crosby Ovechkin? Could have uh, been. That's where I would expect him to go. So I wasn't yeah. like he wasn't even <clears> in my <throat> head, but I probably would have taken him way earlier than he should have gone had I known. <laughs> He was still available. So I think that was a really good pick. I uh, was going to go Carlson for worst pick too, um, but I didn't want to be the same as you guys. So I was then going to pivot to Ricky's guy, um, Hyman, but he's actually kind of a unit. So uh, if you're looking at his stats, that dude's pretty sick. So uh, it's a pretty strong round. I mean, if we if we all think Eric Carlson's the worst pick, it's a pretty good round. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll good, go back. To good Carlson. job, everyone. He's he's old as dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I, you I know like he's Samsonov for a goalie too for you, Colin. I think that's a good that's a good fifth round goalie. All right, I'll take. He's yeah, gonna, he's gonna get some wins. Games. Yep that that was the thought process. I think you literally have all three of my goalies from last year, or like the same three teams. Were you good last year? Not my goalies. Oh. <laughs> Sam Sonoff looks trade. good, though. All right. Alan, you know, you, you you just said that Carlson's old as dirt, and it does feel like he's been in the NHL for 30 years. You do realize he's younger than both of you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I he's, 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 a, he's a 90. He's a God May damn. 90. Yeah. All right. He's, we, he's just been in the man. league since he's been 14 years old, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Eric Carlson, not a hog. Never, never said I was young. <laughs> All right, on the round six, Kellen, I'm gonna have you lead this one off after I read oh, the guys. Um, so we're quickly, we're quickly getting into the territory where I don't even know who some of these people are. So this is where you separate the hogs from the hog knots. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a hog knot because I have a question. This Swayman guy isn't he the backup for the Bruins? Yes. Okay. So that answer is that. I was going to say favorite, but uh, not if he's the backup. So I'll go least favorite uh, is Swayman because he's a backup. Um, and favorite, let's go Let's go Sam Reiner because it was between him and Zach, Zaka. Zaka I was on the clock, and I think I panic-picked Zaka. So uh, Reiner right. was probably the right pick there, and he went right <laughs> after me. So I'm gonna, I have a feeling that that was a good pick by Rick. Yeah. Um, well, let me read the names really quick. I was going to do that. Uh, uh, Evan bet. Bouchard. Nope, no problem. Evan Bouchard, Brent Burns, Sergachev, Barkov, Zaka, Reinhardt, Bedard, Tuck, Skinner, Tavares, Swayman, and Gaudreau. So you're saying you're saying least favorite Swayman because he's a backup um, yep. and, and favorite Reinhardt. I had Reinhardt as my least favorite. Oh, good. Um, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what Florida is this year. Um, and I don't know where he fits into that puzzle. He he's, in my opinion, like a borderline would make a, a roster at the end of the year. Um, so I I thought that was a reach in round six. Uh, the best pick I I said is Bouchard. Yeah, <laughs> Bouchard. I'm, I'm actually I've been I've been picking on Jake. I'm gonna give Bouchard uh, some praise here. Um, any share of the first unit power play of Edmonton's a good pick. And then uh, Zaka plays with Pasternak, so you're gonna get some 
some pasta, um, some pasta sauce. A piece of pasta meatballs. Yeah, he he's he's very mid, but he plays with pasta, so he'll he'll put up some points. But I'll uh, take it. It's yeah, like Bouchard best, Reinhardt worst. Sounds like it's playing with it's like playing with Michael on Mondays. Just go <laughs> off and you're gonna get some points. Just give him the puck and you'll get points. Yeah, you might get it back or you know, just pass it. Yeah, get a nice apple. Bouchard yeah. passing to McDavid is literally me passing to Michael. Yeah, like total plug defender, but he gets points. it would work that it <laughs> like in theory, you're right. It just doesn't work that way. I have Bouchard as my worst pick. And I oh, have Bouchard. I had Bouchard last agree. year. He's he was on first unit power play all last year and he had 40 points. Like he just doesn't get a share of that power play. He's always the yeah. third assist or just like it's a it's the McDavid and Dry show under power play, working it down low. So he just doesn't actually get any of the points on there. Um, he had an unreal playoff though, so I think he takes some of that momentum into this. Maybe year. like I I think it it is high risk high reward or some risk high reward. I agree with that, but I just they dumped they dumped what's his name uh, the guy to Nashville, Tyson Barry. They dumped Barry. So Barry yeah. took a little bit of his minutes last year. Uh, on the first unit power play, you're saying? Correct. But in the oh, playoffs, okay. he had 17 points in 12 games. Yeah, that's really good. If that <laughs> keeps rolling, it's a great pick. I agree. But I just – maybe I was just a little – I'm a little jaded from last year. Uh, my best pick was Alex Tuck, though. I mean, he's playing on a first line in Buffalo, and those guys just fucking score goals. So yeah, he, yeah. he's going to get 70, 80 points. Tuck Skinner back to back. I love both picks. Yep. Danko was telling me he didn't like Skinner. He didn't. He didn't like that pick. I didn't see a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, clearly he wanted Tuck and panicked and took Skinner, but um, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna harm him. Fair enough. Is that it for this round? I think so. I think we're. I think we're good on this. All right, on to round seven. Um, we've got Vince Dunn, Bobrovsky, Darnell Nurse, Joe Pavelski, John Carlson, Cardiff Hagee, Noah Dobson, The Cat, Claude Giroux, Mo Sider, Freddie Anderson, and Matty Beneers. Uh, Kellen, what do you got? I mean, obviously, my favorite is The Cat. He's got five goals and three assists in four games. Obviously, that's a sustainable clip to continue at. So <laughs> there's no way that slows down at all. Um, but I mean, this dude's got 40 goal potential. So I will take that in round seven. Um, least favorite, I'm going John Carlson. Uh, dude's very old. He played just 40 games last year. I'm assuming he had assuming he had some kind of long-term injury. Took a um, puck to the ear, almost died. It's a long way from the heart. Yeah. Um, we'll see. So now he's soft in addition to all this. Um <laughs> You just hate to see it. It's a bad bruise. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. He, he's old. He's not above getting injured in, in any other way, uh, ear or lower body or anything, and that injury is going to linger. So maybe I'm crazy for thinking that, but I think you said Washington is nothing special this year either, and I don't think his plus minus is going to be good. Sure, he might get, like, 50, 60 points, which is nice, but comes at a cost. I agree. Uh, Tom, yeah. what you got? Uh, my favorite pick is Alex Dabrinkit. So good job, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, eight points. You can't argue with that. If I can give you any fantasy hockey advice, though, trade him early to some suck <laughs> for pieces. 
you can get some Jeff good and Ricky always take Red Wings. Jeff, yeah. Jeff, uh, Glenn's brother, Jeff, Sacred Heart, and uh, Ricky always you, you take Red Wings. Talent out of Ricky, too. All right. The Jeff I never met, but said I missed him like a fucking creep. Yeah, just oh, pretend it's Jeff Ducharme. And, but, yeah. That's who I thought say, he love was. You, like, oh, it's tight. <laughs> Best in this league. I'm sure this Jeff's a very nice guy as well. If you offer Ricky a trade, just do it with the comment egg. It'll get him every time. <laughs> He'll just want to make a deal at that point. To jump it <laughs> off. I, I will write that down. <laughs> my least favorite pick, though, was my own Darnell Nurse. Bit of a panic pick. Uh, I was like going through all different positions, running out of time, and I was like, ah, take somebody. And I took him. Uh, immediately noticed Noah Dobson was on the board and wanted him instead. Yeah. Very upset about it. Ricky at Darnell last year, so you can probably swing that one for one trade. Oh, no, <laughs> like, I'm going to egg him. Egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the nice thing with you having Nurse is that you don't have to pay him $9.5 million, uh, like the Oilers do. That's a, a buyout waiting to happen. Yeah. Um, but I have, uh, I have best pick um a different red wing i gotta give the five uh, a compliment and go with mo cider um if the red wings have a good year it's going to be through him so he you know he might be a 40 point guy or he might have a monster year um so i think there's a lot of upside for him uh worst pick i said maddie veneers i love maddie veneers rookie of the year but the sophomore slump is very real seattle who knows what kind of team that they are. There's just not enough top end talent to, I think, make him a point per game guy. And I think that there's plenty of point per game centers that we'll see in the next couple of rounds. Yeah. Uh, like I got Gino in round 10, who's off to a fire Ooh. start. Like you're telling me Matty Veneers over Evgeny Malkin, you know, three rounds before, just too, way too early. To be taking Maddie Veneers. Another note on Cider, though, he does run the first power play of the best power play in the NHL right now. Um, four games. But... Everyone knows that four games is the exact amount of data you need to well, know that it's sustainable. That's why you want, you know, Mort Cider and the Cat. They're going to be the best players of the year. I mean, Kuba League won MVP clearly because yeah. of the four <laughs> games of the year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that worked out so good for him. They didn't move them early, like I said they should. You got to move Red Wings early. Yeah, but I think that's enough about uh, about that. Interesting, good two good Red Wings picks in that round. You don't say that often. I thought uh, I was going to get ridiculed when I took the Brinkett. No, good, good, good pick, and he has left wing, right wing eligibility, which is nice. Yeah, I struggled with that one early on. I think I had three centers through five rounds. Yeah, yeah. Another, <laughs> another that's that's another reason Matty Veneers is just a reach in round seven. But yeah. uh, sure. that's enough about that. We can go to round eight real quick. We got Toffoli, Petrangelo, Stone, Vasilevsky. Weird to see in round eight, but he's out for two months. Uh, Stuart Skinner, Jonathan Huber, Dooby Doo. Also weird to see in round eight. Uh, Morgan Riley, Eichel, Corpusalo, Natchez, Vili Husso, and Erasmus Sandin. Um, I'll take the lead on this one. Um, I love the pick of Corpusalo. I've been high on Ottawa forever. Mm -hmm. uh, I am still bullish on Ottawa to make the playoffs this year. And I think Corpusalo is the reason why. Um, Talbot got hurt last year, and then when he came back, was pretty bad. Um, and they didn't get enough goaltending, enough saves, uh, compounded with their injury problems. So 
I think they have a healthier lineup. Uh, Norris came back tonight, talked two. So now that they're healthy, they have uh, Chikrin for the full season. Really good decor. Corpusalo, I think, is the missing piece that gets them in the playoffs this year. Uh, Danko in round eight, I think, with a steal. Uh, big Ottawa Sens guy. Hit their money line all year, you'll make a fortune. I only lost about $400 doing that last year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Worst pick, I said Natchez. Um, Carolina is just a crowded room. I have no clue what their first line. You would assume that Ajo is their first line, but who the heck knows? They have, um, you know, they're the they're the type of team that rolls out four second lines. Uh, is Natchez on the first second line, the second second line, the third second line, the fourth second line? Power play one, two, or three? I have no idea. This guy shows flashes of and gets hot, but I, I just don't like him. Um, too too crowded of a team. Bummer. I was pretty high on that pick. <laughs> I thought he's, that was a good pick. He's streaky. He's gonna, he's yeah, gonna do well for you, and then you're gonna wonder where the hog went. Yeah. Uh, I also like Corpusalo. Uh, my favorite pick though is Tyler Toffoli. Uh, he's on the first unit power play in New Jersey. He's on the first line in New Jersey. He's gonna get points. I mean, playing with uh, Jesper Brat and Jack Hughes, like he's just gonna get a lot of points, especially right wing. Again, this is like the weakest forward position. My critique on Toffoli is exactly the same as Nature's. It, New really? Jersey is crowded. Okay. They, they got Hughes, Heashier, Meyer, Toffoli, Palat, Mercer. Like, who's – just because they're top six today doesn't mean they're going to stay that way. I don't know what Lindy Ruff plans to do with that team. Um, Toffoli is one of those that it could be 100 points. It could be 40 points. Like, it just okay. – he's a wild card. I think in the eighth round, you want high risk, high reward. Like yeah. early, you don't want, like late, you kind of do. Um, yeah. That's how Ricky should have won last year, you know, just hitting on his hits. Yeah. You know, I was just trying to be nice to Jake for once. Yeah, Jake, <laughs> it's not going to work out for you. Uh, too bad. <laughs> um, yeah, the pick I did not like and I learned from last year uh, was Stuart Skinner. Edmonton goalies are miserable. Ooh. And they they play terrible defense. You're gonna just, you're gonna see five to four wins all year, and your goals against average and your save percentage is gonna be busted. Now Skinner is the better of the two Edmonton goalies, uh, but when you got Corpusalo available, you just gotta go with him. Okay, I'll yeah. remember that for next year. Yeah, when I, I I I had a big pain when I saw that just because I did it last year. Yeah, like okay. you're gonna you're gonna get goalie wins and your your goals against average is gonna be like three point five. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's like oh he he let in seven goals in two games this week. How do you do? Oh, two and oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a bummer. Maybe I can package Skinner with Debrinket and send him off to Ricky and just kind of retool everything. Get Sorokin. Who you? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It might work. <laughs> I don't think no, because Ricky's a guy's guy. He's not a Skinner guy. That's true. Not a Skinner guy. But he might be a cat guy. <laughs> Maybe you can go go to Danko's team, offer Skinner for Skinner. He'll get confused. <laughs> Just hit accept out of confusion. <laughs> well, this is a good round because I think we all have different answers. So my favorite in this round is Jack Eichel. Uh played 67 games last year, almost cracked 30 goals. Uh, plus minus was 26. I That's a pretty damn good stat line. Through four games already this year, he's already got two goals, two assists. So 
I'd say he's on pace to have a really good year. I, like we've said, you know, four goals. It's definitely going to continue the rest of the year. Uh, <laughs> That's been least, established. Yes. Yeah, least favorite. Um, kind of a two-way tie. I guess I'll go Huberto here. Um, this dude was all that in a bag of chips in Florida. Last year, he simply was not. So maybe that was just a down year. But it kind of scares me off him enough, that massive dip in production that he had last year. Really not interested. So, um, yeah, uh, I didn't like that. It's a Kuberto first round last year. <laughs> first round. Wow. And all year, I'm just like, fire Sutter so this guy can yeah. get going. And they didn't. And I just – I feel like uh, he'll do better now that Sutter's gone. But the, the Calgary fan base just fucking hates him. And yeah. that doesn't bode well for you yeah. when yeah. the media and the fan base is on you. Um, so I – I stayed away from him because I didn't want to spend my entire season holding my breath, waiting for Huberto to get going. Yeah, um, I think he's either the best or the worst pick of the round, and I don't know which. And nowhere in the middle. Right. When you Thankfully, I was stacked on left points, wing, so I wasn't tempted. Same. When you go from 115 points down to 55, yeah, the fans are probably going to be a little upset. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's Huberto, not their team. Right. One guy's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to round nine, we got Kairou, Dowdy, Jari, Barry, Marsha Show, Batherson, McCann, Kreider, Caulfield, The Hamper, Hampus Lindholm, Devontae's, and PLD, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, go ahead, uh, Tom. Uh, my favorite pick was Kreider. Uh, he had a huge year last year. He's on the power play. He's going to score goals. Uh, ninth same, round. Same. I'll just say same. That way my pick's out there. Good job, Kellen. Yep, that was a great pick. Hey, um, Kellen, just agree cool. with us, and we'll go three for three on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I was full at left wing, so I couldn't I couldn't touch him. Yep. Uh, my least favorite pick was right after that, Cole Caulfield. Uh, he has left-right eligibility. His plus-minus is trash. He plays for Montreal. He's so streaky, and he doesn't really put up that many points. Don't hate on the short guy. I I mean, like, I, I don't know. He he hasn't established his hog in the league yet, you know. So he's not a point-per-game <laughs> guy. He's just a goal scorer. Yeah. And he had 26 goals and 10 assists. So, dude uh, dude just shoots the puck. Yeah. Um, but, Never yeah, I mean. Like hog. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, I, I, for my worst pick, I had the hamper just cause he's the defensive defenseman. Um, he'll, he got points cause, um, Boston just scored a ton of goals. They're not going to do what they did last year. Plus he's not going to get the hot start because McAvoy, um, you know, isn't going to miss the first two months of the year. Like, uh, like he did last year. That's why the hamper had such a good start. So I gave my wife a compliment two rounds ago, uh, worst pick in round nine. Kellen, what you got? I got Kreider, favorite. I was pretty happy about that. He's off to a hot start. And I had least favorite Caulfield. So I, I think it's already been covered. Wow. Yeah. Are you cheating off my test? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little panicked for right winger, so I just kind of took one. <laughs> right. um, I'm glad to hear I wasn't dealing with panicking throughout this entire draft. because Yeah, there's, was, there's panic. I was like sweating. While doing this draft. <laughs> I was, it, it was work. Kellen takes a, a, a minute 28 for every pick. <laughs> yeah, well, 
so many, especially in the early rounds, round one, everyone was probably like, what the hell is he doing? Like I had a plan and everybody went. So I was like, <laughs> damn, like now what? And then I took Matthews and that happened three or four other times. I hear you. You thought about well, it and took the best pit guy though. Yeah. <laughs> you sniped that was the right decision. Yeah. Kreider, he just tips pucks with his hog. Great player. <laughs> he gets I at least four that. hog tips a year. Dude's a lot. <laughs> Round 10, we got uh, Thatcher Danko, Mr. Svechnikov, uh, Jake, Jake DeBrusque, Gino Malkin, Rasmus Anderson, Chikrin, Darcy Kemper, Shabbat, Zuccarello, Chris Letang, D'Angelo, and Falk. Um, I'll, I'll lead off on this one. I liked Zuccarello. Um, he just plays with Kaprizov, so he poaches Kaprizov points, uh, and he's a right winger, which is a hot commodity. So good pick by Danko. Um, worst pick uh, is Danko. <laughs> I'm picking on Jake again. Thatcher Danko, Thatcher Demko. Uh, Vancouver just lets in too many goals. I think they win a, you know, more games this year than last year, but they just let in too many goals. So, Thatcher Danko, Jake, bad pick. You want to go, Connor, or you want me to? I got, I got my favorite is Malkin. If I wasn't so heavy on center already by then, he would have been gone a round or two before then um it, he's just kind of like old reliable he has produced his entire career um least favorite i'm trying to come up with on the fly um i'll just say uh thomas shabbat i agree with that crowded yeah. defensive room mm, um, yeah. with with malkin it's actually kind of funny because he always plays like 60 something games and i like looked at his stats from last year i'm like he played 82 games last year at 83 points. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to oh. send that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I had it. Malkin is my favorite pick too. Um, if Sid gets hurt, then he's even better, which Sid's getting older. He might, because he always plays better when he's hurt. Uh, but my least favorite pick kind of in the same vein, as Tom said, I had Darcy Kemper though. Uh, I think Washington is just worse than Vancouver. They're both going to get about the same amount of starts. About the same goals yeah, against the I think just watching is just a little bit worse. We so talked about good with Hellebuck. We said good goalie on mid team. Yeah, um, with Danko and Kemper, you have a mid goalie on a mid team and a That's bad goalie on a mid team. Yeah, didn't love those. I agree. I agree. Hey, on I like the Latang pick though because it's not as good as Malkin, but he's going to get chair of the top minutes. Unless Carlson just completely takes over. Yeah, Latang's a good pick at that round. I think yeah. the value's there, but who knows? With He had a stroke last year. Eric Carlson's on the team. True. There's, there's reasons to be nervous about it, but yep. in round 10, it's hard to talk smack about it. That's a value play for a guy that could put up 80 points. But uh, on to round 11, we got uh, Lucas Raymond, Gustav Forsling, Elias Lindholm, Devin Levi, Jacob Markstrom, Marc-Andre the Flower Fleury, Dylan Larkin, Sean Dersey, Evander Kane, Jacob Truba, Keandre Miller, and Dawson Mercer. Um, I'm just going to say worst pick, Dawson Mercer, because he's not even on Jake's team already. He dropped it. <laughs> I saw so, that. Just, you know, and again, crowded New Jersey room. Jake already dropped him. So that's... uh. I'm picking on Jake, but um, yeah, not not good. Um, and then Dude, uh, I didn't you ever again. I didn't like Truba pick either, so the wife. 
Uh, Truba just doesn't put up enough points. But she was just talking that she already has Pims locked up for the week. And I'm like, was it Truva? And sure as shit, it was. <laughs> so maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, and then I said favorite pick, Markstrom, um, because I think Calgary has a bounce back year. And he will play 60 games. So um, it's hard to find a goalie that's a true workhorse. Um, and Markstrom is that guy. So, Kellen, what do you got? So I actually have answers for this one. So my least favorite uh, is Marc-Andre Fleury, I think. Is he just a name at this point? He's been in the league for 100 years. I mean. He's a split. He's going to go 50-50 in Minnesota, but, like, he's technically the backup. Okay. That's kind of what I assume. Sounds like goalies now are, like, running backs in the NFL. They all go by committees. It's committee now, yeah. Yeah. And my favorite is Evander Kane because you brought up the salary before. And that dude's broke, so he needs the money. He's playing for his contract now and future contract, so he's playing hungry. And he's not off to a good start, though, because he has um, as many goals this year as he has dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on my trade block, so I'll, I'll take the compliment. But oh, I didn't even realize that was your pick. But Come, come get him. Ooh, he's that's, he's that's... riding pine because I'm left-wing heavy. Okay. And no. he's poor. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> Callan, you stole my notes. I got pretty much the same thing. Kane's my favorite just because he kind of provides everything. Great well, said, oh, yeah. That's he right, was yeah. hurt like last, like half the year last year and still was putting up like just under like probably like 0.75 points per game. So to get him that like in round 11 is really good. And he gives you pims. Uh, the only problem is you got left wing. Uh, my least favorite, I have Levi and Flower. But Flowers is the most predictable pick in the entire draft because Glenn takes him every year. Every year. Even when every he was on year. Chicago. <laughs> but, yeah, Levi, the panic pick from Danko, too, was pretty funny. Uh, when, he, like when he immediately said he didn't like the pick, I agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, if Jake didn't already drop a player, I probably would have gone Levi. So, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I was also saying I didn't love Forsling, but um, – the the positive with Forsling is that Ekblad is missing a couple of months, mm-hmm. so Forsling will fill in temporarily. I, I think, think uh, tough round for a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah. But not a tough round is round twelve. I put a, this is a power round. I loved everyone's picking this round, but we have uh, Line A, Chandler Stevenson, Akira Schmidt, Cam Talbot, Jake Sanderson, Matt Grizzlick, Shea Theodore, Jamie Ben, Seth Jones, Aiden Hill, Mark Shifley, Dylan Cousins. Wow. And this is where when you, when you see Shifley and Cousins round 12, this is it just makes Matty Veneers round seven look stupid. Uh, these are six centers. I wanted Cousins real bad. If I didn't fall into Malkin late, I would have been taking Cousins probably round 11. Um, who do you guys have for uh, for best and worst before I go into mine? Because I thought this was a tremendous round by everybody. Tom, you go because I struggled with this one. Uh Tom, this is the third round in a row I picked you. Cam Talbot, love the pick. I messaged you immediately like, son of a bitch, you took my guy. Yeah. And if you notice, like my next two picks are goalie, goalie. And I really had an eye on the LA tandem. I liked them. Uh, and I took the other guy immediately after, pretty much. Um, I thought he was the great. Goalie on a good team. Yeah. Re- defensive team, too. Defensive um, team with centers and defensemen. Is... Is there upside to Grizzly? I don't – I'm not seeing any upside. You say you like every pick. Gr- Grizzly was my worst, and it's not close. Okay, um, yeah. I don't know why Ricky took Grizzly here. 
it didn't yeah. make sense to me. And the fact that the the pick immediately after by Glenn of all people is actually my favorite pick. Uh, Shea Theodore is a stud. I can't believe that he was available at round 12. I stopped looking at defense after round four. Yeah. Um, so if I knew that he was still on the board, I probably would have taken him. So I did not like Grizzlick. I thought the pick immediately after Shea Theodore was the best pick. I like college. Yeah, that was my pick for the favorite. My least favorite um, was the Chandler Stevenson guy. He scored just 16 goals last year. It's not really anything that jumps off the page to me. So um, Kyle always takes Chandler Stevenson. That's a very Kyle pick. Okay. Um, last year, he was left wing, center, right wing. Um, right now, he's center only. So if that doesn't change, it's a bad pick. But no versatility whatsoever. When he, had, when he was three positions last year, huge value worked out well for Kyle. Sure. Yeah, I, he just doesn't have the the goals to to make that pick worth it to me. Yeah, that's a that's a Kyle pick. Yep. All right, he's already got a game winner and two power play, five points on the year though. So he's a dog. Maybe, maybe we're all dumb. Yeah, and Kyle's <laughs> been hiding them from us. Uh, we, yeah. we don't we don't know any better. Um, round thirteen, I got uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, Eberlake, Phoenix Copley, Bo Horvat, Kim. Fowler, Owen Power, Montour, Perron, Logan Thompson, Barzal, Tatar, and Tori Crew. <laughs> Kellen, you I know your best pick, so you can go ahead. You can go first oh, on this. Well, no, Tatar's <laughs> the worst pick because he should be on my team. <laughs> and this is bullshit. And last year I auto-drafted him way too early. I was gonna take him in the last round of the draft, as I was prepared to do so this year. And uh is that Kyle? It's Kyle. Kyle knows what he's doing. He's he knows he's fucking with me. And uh <laughs> Kyle, I see you and I'm coming for you. He's gonna offer to Tarford to bring it, and you're gonna be like, Yes. Yeah, sold. <laughs> Can you, you want to take a goalie too while you're at it? Um, yeah, so that's bullshit. Um, Kyle, I'm mad at you. My favorite pick, I'm gonna go for Tuesday because he does it all. He'll muck it up, he'll get those pims. He tore it up in the playoffs last year. Um, I, I think Toronto's probably going to fall in love with him, but, um, you know, he, he won't blow anybody away with his goals and assists, but he gets a little bit of everything. Yeah. Not a bad pick. Tom, what you got? Uh, I got camp Fowler is my favorite. He's just a sneaky, good defenseman. And Anaheim has 43 non Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday games. So you can start him every single game he plays pretty much. Yeah. But who carries? Uh, five defensemen you can start your defenseman no matter what oh you got to carry five defensemen (laughs) (laughs) in fact this is the first year i'm not carrying five defensemen (laughs) i thought about carrying three defensemen just not being a poor spot (laughs) (laughs) having a better bench uh honestly like nothing else just really jumped out at me this round um but my word my least favorite pick was bo horvat and since he got traded to the islanders last year he had 16 points in 30 games and there was, he's center only. And you have Barzal after him who's center and right wing who had 51 points in 58 games. So he just, he scores way higher, way better pace. And I don't understand what he was thinking, taking Horvat before Barzal. Yeah. I had Barzal as my best because this, this year he has right wing eligibility and He's a guy that gets added and dropped, added and dropped, usually two times a year because he's center only. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that he's right wing and right wing's thin this year, I think that's just a steal. 
Uh, so good job by the wife picking Matthew Barzal. Um, and then I have Perone for the frustration factor. Kellen, he's going to oh. like, he's, he's, he's going to score like two goals and get you excited. And then he's going to just be so mid and he's like good enough where you don't want to drop him, but he's bad enough that he, every Saturday he'll be on your bench and he'll only score goals on Saturday. He only he, scores goals when he's on your bench. I yeah, promise well, you, yeah. I experienced so, it last year. He's a good player. He is so I just dropped him. Yeah. I finally, I just dropped him. I was sick of him. Wait, who's this? Perron. Perron. Uh, he scored tonight, baby. Starting lineup. Let's go. Yeah. He'll score three when he's on your bench. Yeah. No, I could see that. I, that was a panic pick for sure. I was like, oh, I know this guy. Obviously, yeah. he's on the Red Wings. So, and I like the left wing, right wing eligibility. But yeah, uh, yeah. It turns out it should have been a Tatar pick. Round thirteen is when things start getting yeah. Though, so yeah, we got we got four rounds left. Um, I don't think we need to explain these in detail. Um, so yeah. let's just kind of rapid fire these last couple of rounds. Sure. So. Okay. Round fourteen, we'll go me, me, Tom, Kellen. Uh, we'll go best, best, worst, and just kind of rifle through these last four rounds. Um, so round fourteen, I, I said best, connect me, worst, Carter Hart. Got a hat. I had best Hagel, and then I had the worst as Michael Bunting. Kellen? I had best. Um, shit, where did it go? Uh, best, uh, best was Travis Konezny because this girl that I'm trying to nail really likes Konezny. So I'm gonna tell her I talked, uh, talked him up on the pod. So that'll go well. <laughs> and where'd my least favorite go? Luke Hughes. Um, he's still coming into his own, but he hasn't really done anything. So, um, yeah, I'll go there. Very unproven. He's first unit power play over Dougie Hamilton. Fun fact. Hey, hey. Uh, fifth round 15. I have uh best Kopitar. I can't resist honorable mention Taylor Hall. Um, and then, uh, and then worst I had Gustafson. I didn't even know he was still in the NHL. Um, sneaky pick worth watching Nachushkin. Also a guy I didn't think was in the NHL because of the whole, uh, the playoff incident in the hotel. So Kyle got Nachushkin who apparently is just free and clear to play for Colorado. So interesting. Uh, best, I had Nick Schmaltz because he plays for Arizona, second most off games in the league, and he's dual eligible. Uh, so you'll get starts out of him. And then my least favorite was Bennington. Yeah, he's yeah, a nightmare. Yeah, nightmare yeah. goalie. I had him last so, year also. Yeah, Good so that was Kelly. definitely a panic, to, uh, panic pick. That was just a name that I uh, recognized for, you know, dude uh-huh. was awesome on that cup run. And then I got called out immediately. So I was like, ooh, I want that one back. Um, my he favorite, looks nervous to me. There are he better goalies available. Yeah. He's so nervous in the net. <laughs> and it's not a good trait in a goalie. <laughs> my my favorite was Schmaltz because that's who I debated with the Bennington pick. So uh, he went one pick after. Uh, yeah, you'll so regret that. A different pick. So, yeah, that, that hurts. I also like Schmaltz. Um, round 16. Uh, I gave Tom some props here. I gave Zegras the best pick, and then another Doc Gibson the worst pick. Uh, great goalie. The Ducks are unplayable for goalies, though. I had uh, Brock Nelson as best pick, um, and then Burkowski is the worst pick, who has already been dropped. Yeah, there you go. I had Tom Wilson as my favorite because he's one of those – he'll get those pims. 
Um, screw it. Second to last round of the draft. Why not? Um, and I don't know enough about any of these guys to have a least favorite. So pass. Fair enough. Uh, round 17, last round, I put uh, Logan Cooley, the uh, third overall pick from two years ago, as the best pick. Um, he's a front runner for rookie of the year next to Bedard. Um, great pick. And then I have Zadorov as worst pick. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I also had Cooley as my favorite, and I had Schultz as my least favorite, mainly because I don't know him. <laughs> uh i don't know who, i don't know anything about logan cooley so just to be different i'm gonna say he sucks and that's my least favorite pick just to be different. <laughs> and uh Love screw it. it i did it in the first round so i'll do it in the last round so i'll just say max domi my pick was far and away the best pick of the round fair enough there's no doubt about it <laughs> yeah yeah never a doubt probably just getting domi on his hog that's what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, hometown boy back in Toronto. He's just swimming in it. So he he might be poised for a monster year. Women and hog? Oh, no. He's just slinging hog. Oh, okay. <laughs> so do we want to jump into the teams here? Um, we'll, uh, we, we don't need to, to, to read the teams. You know, people can look up the rosters. But um, I'll go in order of the team names and we're going to say uh, favorite pick least favorite pick and if they have a predictable pick or a funny pick or something we'll go into that uh, this shouldn't take too long so we'll uh, we'll get it sacred heart is the first team we're going to break down i'll kick off these uh these team picks here um i said best pick for uh sacred heart was clayton keller round four i'm high on keller this year and uh i think round four is pretty good value for him Worst pick, Gustafson. Um, again, didn't know he was in the NHL, so just don't like that pick at all. And then he took Lucas Raymond round 11, which is a, a very Jeff pick. He picked Bertuzzi, a very Jeff pick. Um, so those were, uh, you know, I put it in the most predictable picks uh, category. They were more predictable than him taking Connor McDavid at one. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go next. So I, my strategy for this, for fantasy hockey is basically don't mess up. And that's exactly what he did with the first overall pick. So it's the easy pick, but he did the right thing. Took Connor McDavid. Uh, I'll say worst pick was Tyler Bertuzzi because I wanted him. So screw you, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Good reason. I just wanted him like really late, but you know. You <laughs> this is going to sound really dumb, but I like Logan Cooley. His last pick is my favorite. because Sick I pick. Yeah, I didn't like many others. Uh, I did not like <laughs> Wow. Re really didn't like his draft. I have Jeff is not a playoff team. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, you've got uh, team analysis. Okay. Nice. No, I, I actually don't, but I'm just going to make that statement. <laughs> hey, come up with it on the fly. Even better. Um. All right, moving on. Going ro Rover, which is Jugan's team, Um. I have Shifley. Round 12 is my favorite pick. A lot of value for a first-line center, first-line power play. Uh, worst pick, Timo Meyer. He's kind of uh, lost in the shuffle in New Jersey. I think he'll have a good year, but not a fourth-round pick year. Uh, and then my honorable mention for Jugan is um, no Vegas Golden Knights. That's going against the grain aggressively for the guy that is known as the Vegas Golden Jugans. 
Um, he switched teams. He's no longer a Golden Knight. He is now Team Germany, taking Dreisaitl and Stutzla, 1-2, which are both outstanding picks. So so uh, go Team Germany. Um, you should trade for Mo Sider to complete the uh, hat trick with Germans. Oh, but he did take Riley Smith. So he's he's kind of a Vegas Golden Knight. That's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. Partial credit. Yeah. My favorite pick of his, though, was Stutzla. Uh, he's just a really good late second-round pick, I think. He's going to get a lot of points. Um, and then I had Huso as his least favorite. That's banking a lot on Detroit. And that's, yeah. that's not smart. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was Ovi. Ovechkin, uh, fifth round. I, I Like I said earlier, I thought he'd be like a second-round pick, if not first. So um, I'm a little out of tune with the, the hockey these last few years. But uh, the, he just scored so many goals. I wish I would have not slept through that and, and remembered Ovechkin in like rounds three and four. But, oh, well. Um, least favorite, I'll go Swayman. It makes more sense now that uh, it's probably a good pick since – uh, as I've learned on this podcast, a lot of the goaltending situations are kind of committee approach, but uh, I think that's the only pick I hated on of Jugens during the breakdown we did. So I'll just go with Swayman. That makes sense to me. So we got Hogs only, Tom's team. So Tom, you're going to go last. Ooh. Um, but I have best pick Elias Pettersson. We've covered this, just a sick player. With the momentum he had from the second half of last year with the coaching change and Bo Horvat leaving. This guy's going to get 100 points. I think he's going to be in the hunt for the Hart Trophy, uh, potentially. If, if, if Vancouver's sniffing playoffs, it's because of this guy. So great pick. Uh, worst pick, Natchez. Uh, we touched on that as well. Um, I didn't like Phoenix Copley either, just because I don't know how much of a tandem that's going to be. And then your most predictable pick was Jake Gensel. Your Gensel guy that fell into your lap. That was just... A classic Tom pick. It was a good pick, though. Yeah. So, Callan, what do you got for Tom? Uh, I'm struggling with my least favorite. My favorite was definitely Patterson, though, um, for the reasons we've already talked about. Least favorite? Uh, screw it. I'll just say Tavares for no reasons. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> definitely fuck that guy. Looking yeah, at it, and Darnell Nurse also. Just too that- bad. That's my least favorite pick for sure. <laughs> yeah, like I'm looking pick. at it again. I don't like that. And, and I, I don't like, like Darnell Nurse. I I like the Aiden Pick Hill uh, more at twelve. Yeah, uh, Darnell Nurse. I didn't like my favorite Patterson and Panarin. Just kind of that one two or like two three. I should say. You have the best top three in the league, um, and I don't think it's particularly close. All right. So the other hog name team, great team names for Tom and Denko. So the last hog vendor, little avatar combined with hog chat. I love it. Um, I have for him best pick Corpusalo, Ottawa bandwagon. Uh, and then uh, worst pick Levi. You would think a goalie would know goalies a, a little bit better. I think he hit on one, missed on another. So that means that his, uh, his team's going to be incredibly mid. Um the surprise is that he doesn't have JT Miller this year. Um, but uh, Bo Horvat, I'm pretty sure, is a regular on Tanko's team. Um, so uh, he went with uh, he went with the former Canuck. He, Danko always takes Canucks. So um, 
in this in this instance, the former Canuck Bo Horvat. All right, I'll go next. Tom, so my favorite pick was Pasta. Oh. The first round. I mean, there's no value there, but God, the guy scored 60 last year. That's a guy I would like on my fantasy team. Uh and my least favorite pick. Uh, uh I struggle with this. I'll just say Tyson Berry. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I liked uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I thought he got great value in the third with him. He had over 100 points last year. Uh, okay. Lee's favorite pick was Georgiev in the second. I think he could have gotten somebody way more talented. We're really calling out the goalies, goalies, yeah. man. Dank Danko and his goalies, you, you would think. I like Corpusala, though. Yeah, so new entry to the league, Dixon Sider, Michael Trotter, Trotar, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he... <laughs> Um, is new to this type of format, and I think he did a pretty good job. Uh, I have his best pick as Alex Tuck in round six. Um, Buffalo, first line, first power play. Had a big year last year. Hometown boy. Uh, worst pick, Carter Hart. Um, I think he's not quite realizing how a bad goalie just derails your season. Uh, so Carter Hart just doesn't belong on a roster in our format. Um, and I have for him the new Jugan, question mark. Uh, taking all the Golden Knights, uh, Eichel, <laughs> Marsha Show. So um, maybe he's going after the Jugan strategy. Fair enough. Uh, my lead, or my favorite is Jack Eichel for this one. I, I just think that dude's awesome. I think he's found his new like permanent home in Vegas where he'll, I don't know, be remembered as more of a Vegas Golden Knight than a Buffalo Sabre. When it's all said and done, uh, I think he's gonna. I think he's got his best days ahead. Least favorite, uh, I'll go back to John Carlson for reasons I already mentioned. I think he's old and has nothing left. He has a broken ear. Broken ear. Broken ear. Uh, yeah, my favorite was Kyle Connor, and least favorite, I agree, Carter Hart. I say that, and he already put a shutout against me this week, but so maybe we know nothing. Yeah, he might be. I mean, he hasn't played three games yet, so we don't know if it's sustainable. Torx got the Philly boys going, though. I think they were three and one or something like that. We'll know in exactly one or two more games. <laughs> I already know now, man. <laughs> uh, next team, we got Glenn, Charlotte's 529 contribution. I, I respect that because he's not only acknowledging that he's going to lose the league, but he's acknowledging that I'm going to win the league and Valerie will be a playoff team. So... Uh, just a great team name. Um, <laughs> this is um, best pick. Uh, Shea Theodore, love that pick in round 12. Worst pick, Darcy Kemper. Guy's a sieve. Washington's not going to be good. Uh, round 10's way too early for Darcy Kemper. But uh, Kucherov, Crosby, Stamkos, Marshant, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, Taylor Hall, Tarasenko. I mean, Glenn gave the people what he want, what we wanted. Even Morgan Riley at this point is a veteran that qualifies as a Glenn pick. Um, and Thomas Konechny, I think, has been on Glenn's team three years in a row. So Glenn's entire team is predictable. Um, Drake Batherson's a bad pick, and he picked him just because I wanted him. Uh, so, yeah, Glenn gave the fans what, he, what, uh, what they wanted. Connor Bedard also just, I mean, Glenn's entire team is just funny. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. worst pick for him is Owen Power because he's a young guy. Uh, he needed to be an old guy. And then, uh, where, do, where are my notes from? My favorite pick, who do you think I picked? 
Brad Marchand. Yeah. yeah, he's a Tom guy. That's a Tom guy. <laughs> Scumbag? Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm, I'm all, he's been on my team like the last three years. Oh, God. Uh, my favorite, uh, I'll go Stamkos. Uh, anytime you can get a guy 30-plus, um, that that's an easy decision there. Least, contract here. What's up? Oh, big contract. Stamkos contract here. Oh, look at that. Even better. Uh, least favorite, I will say um, Kemper. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's not good. Uh, on Ricky's team, uh, formerly the poopy butts, then the freshly wiped butts. They've now upgraded to premium butts. Um, <laughs> I gave Huberto best pick. Um, even though there's a lot of risk associated with it. And I gave worst pick uh, UC Soros. Round four is high for a goalie. Soros is an incredibly good goalie, but Nashville's rebuilding. So I just don't see the value there in round four. Um, I'm looking at it again, and I'm thinking that Hyman is probably his best pick uh, instead of Huberto. So Huberto slash Hyman, depending on how Huberto actually plays. Um, and then Ricky predictably got a lot of the same guys from his team last year, Sorokin, Rottenen, Hyman. Um, but he also went to the Red Wings well, got JT Comfer, the new guy. Uh, classic Rick pick with his last pick. He did not care. He did not have a guy in mind, so he just went out and got JT Comfer because Ricky knows who he is in round 17. I respect it. Yeah, I'll, I'll piggyback off what you said with Saros. Uh, he was my least favorite pick, too, for all the same reasons. Uh, my favorite pick out of his was Jared McCann. I think he's a sneaky ninth pick. First unit power play, gets a lot of points. Probably the most under-the-radar 40-goal season I can remember. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, you know, Luke Hughes, that's the most rookie pick. Just, like, always taking a young rookie, just hoping he pops off. <laughs> Especially at Hughes. He usually hits. Yeah, Michigan guys, you know, that's a Ricky pick. Oh, yeah, he's got that connection, too. Now it makes even more sense. Uh, my least favorite, Sorokin, second round. Uh, Islanders, goaltender is not something I'm really coveting. Favorite pick, uh, let's go with Sam Reiner. I think he's going to pop off, and that's the guy I passed on right uh, – I forget who I – Selected right before him, but I expect that one to hurt that I don't have him and I could have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we'll move on to your team, Kellen, the Kellen McKellen faces. Of, All right, I'm scared. Interesting team name. <laughs> I love um, it. I, I love your pick of Brady Kachuk round two. Um, this is a guy that could, I mean, everyone says that he's better than Matthew and he's up and coming. And he plays with more of an edge than Matthew, which is hard to believe. So I think he's going to rack up close to 100 points and close to 100 pims. Uh, he's, he's a stud. And I this has nothing to do with the fact that I think Ottawa is the best team ever. <laughs> I'm on the Ottawa bandwagon. Uh, right. Benner's by far your worst pick um, for the same reasons as Carter Hart. He doesn't belong on a team. St. Louis might be okay this year. They're not a playoff team, but he just sucks. Yeah. So back, I got back-to-back right. picks -back for your best and worst. I think your best is the Brinkat and your worst is Stuart Skinner. And okay. Stewart, your goalies are going to hurt you this year. Oof. Tough to hear. All right. 
Well, my favorite is Debrinket. He's off to a hot start so far. After hearing the the hatred on Bennington, um, that's now my least favorite. Sounds like he's a bum now. Or is he going to bounce back and prove all the haters wrong? Time will tell. Probably the former. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll go last on this one because it's my team. Uh, Top unit PPs. Um, Tom, go ahead and take it first. Uh, Yeah. Between Kuzmenko and Heiskanen, I think those are your two best picks. I think they're both studs. Uh, I'm going to pick Heiskanen if I have to just because he's a D. And your top three D are just insane. Um, my if I don't have a Norris winner on my team with McCarr, Fox, and Heiskanen, I don't know what <laughs> happened. Right. Uh, my least favorite pick is Cole Caulfield, and I think you need it. And especially since you went so D-heavy early, like Cole Caulfield in the ninth means you're going to have to start him. Oh, he's my primary right winger. Yeah, that's that's tough. I think you're gonna have to Drew, Drew is, so he's my two. Okay. Still. I think you're gonna struggle up there. Gotta make some trades. Tom's known to do that though. What do you got? My Tom? favorite uh, my that. favorite with Tom is Evgeny Malkin in round ten. Uh again, if I wasn't so center heavy already, I he'd be on my team like two rounds before that, but I already dug myself into a hole and needed some more. Diversity with the positional groups. My least favorite is Adam Fox, and I know he's a freaking superstar, but I just hate the flex that you can like kind of do on the rest of the league where you can start your draft with three of your first four picks being D-men, knowing that you have the knowledge to recover in the draft. Um, that's just something I don't have in fantasy hockey. So just for that reason, I'm just like, screw you. You're just smarter than me when it comes to fantasy hockey. Yeah, it's a new strategy for me, and we'll see if it pays off because um, the year I won the championship, my first three picks all broke 100 points. I don't have a 100-point guy on my team, so it's going to be by committee, um, but I think that makes me kind of injury-proof um, in theory, so we'll see. Um, I have Kuzmenko as my favorite pick uh, in round five. Um, with Vasilevsky as an honorable mention because he's only going to miss two months. And that's a first round goalie in round eight. Um, the pick that I think is uh, maybe my worst pick is Evander Kane. Um, I you guys liked that pick. Um, I'm I have concerns about his uh, wrist injury that he's not going to fight. He's not going to get in the dirty areas like he's known to do. Hmm. Um, and I don't think he's going to be on the first unit power play, which is where Edmonton scores all of their goals. And he won't so, be Jay Hill. He's on the he's on the trade block. He's uh he doesn't he have money for abortions anymore. He can't jail with a wrist injury. I mean, he's gonna be weighed down by not by his hog, but by all that, you know, unreleased pain <laughs> tension. <laughs> uh, he's useless. Yeah. So I, I that's my least favorite pick. And then uh predictably I have Philip Forsberg, who just uh-huh. seemingly falls to me every single year. Um, but in round 14 to get a 70 point guy, I think is just, you, you just take it. And he was my third left winger and I've been playing him over Kane. So we'll see how that goes. That's a guy you've always been high on. I think nobody else is except you. <laughs> he just, he's good for like three hat tricks a year. And as long as it's on like a Tuesday or Wednesday, it's sick. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, next team is Valerie who 
let's just put it out there, Kellen. You sent a very quality list of team names for her team. And I heard her audibly laugh in the other room. I audibly laughed, and her team name is still Valerie. So she's got one week to get that figured out, or else she might be getting the boot. Mm. Um, so <laughs> let's just set the let's just set the tone there. That um, might create some tension in the home life. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna tell you how to run your league. Yeah, it, it, she can do better. Uh, I mean, the league is older than his marriage. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, I I gave Mo Sider her best pick just because I'm really high on him this year. Um, I think that that's a steal at round seven, especially in a league out of Detroit. You would think that he would go round five or six. Um, worst pick another defenseman. I put the hamper in round nine. Bad pick. Uh, and then Neener 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 round seventeen is just a very Valerie pick. Surprise not to see Hurdle on this team. Um, and then the the other note that I have for her is uh, her goalie fetish. Um, not because she married me, but because she took Otter round two last year. And she took Shesterkin round two this year. She's a deep believer that you need a ace early. Um, and she spends draft capital to get a goalie. Um, if the Rangers are good, though, Igor will be a great pick. So she's got a goalie finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I like Sergeyev as her best pick. I think he's on the up and up. He had, what, 70 points last year, I think? 64. Uh, he could get 70 this year. Uh, I think he's taken over for Hedman. So I think that's a really good pick in the fifth. And then, no, the sixth. And then my least favorite pick was, uh, what was it? Uh, Truba. Just didn't like Truba. Too early. Round 11. If you take him round 16 for the pins, it's fine. But Too early. Just, I agree. Well, uh, Val's team for me leads the league and people I've never heard of before. And that's just because I've been pretty out of tune with hockey the last few years. But um, pick I really liked is Mo Sider for obvious reasons. I'm with you, Tom. I think he's going to take that next step this year. Um, and just the fact that I don't know a lot of Val's players, I don't think I have a least favorite. Not a playoff team. Unless Tom gets the collusion going. No. He has to make the right roster moves. But the thing yeah. is, I need, to, I need to make roster moves this year. So uh, she's not getting insider information. <laughs> yeah. uh, next team, we have Tommy Riggs, the draft. That's Kyle, a.k.a. Kyle's penis. Um, <laughs> he really I... should change his team name to Kyle's penis. <laughs> it's too funny. I, I mean... Well, well, actually, um, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Team names. Uh, okay. I, I, I have um, a Hints Miller tie. I couldn't pick between Rupe Hints round three, um, and Keandre Miller round eleven. Um, he had a sneaky good year last year, um, so that's some good value for a defenseman. Uh, worst pick Tatar because that's Callen's player. <laughs> But also, where, where does Tatar actually slot into Colorado's lineup? Um, I don't see him being an impact player. Um, he should have been Kellen's 17th round pick, and that's uh -huh. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I'll just piggyback off that. That's the worst pick for sure, because that's, that's just thievery. He's mine. Keep your hands off. Get your dirty paws off my boy. It was known. Uh, yeah, this is bullshit. Um, yeah, 
you should know better. But you should really just offer him a trade every week. <laughs> yeah, for my worst player. My favorite <laughs> player for him, though, is Rupe Hintz. Yeah. Rupe Hintz. No, just, he's, he's awesome. I like Freddie Anderson in the seventh. That was my favorite. I think he's good. He's already hurt. Is he really? He he has two shots on that this year. He made one save, one goal, and he's hurt. Oh no. That's Freddie every year. That's why he fell to round seven. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought like, he'd if you be draft like... Freddie, you have to also draft Ronta. That's the rule. Okay. <laughs> I didn't well, mean to cut I'll you leave off. That one alone, but <laughs> in, in theory, it's a good pick. Yeah. I still like the pick. You know, he'll be healthy enough soon enough. He's dating. <laughs> I'm I'm not folding on that. I like Anderson. Uh, my least favorite one is another goalie, Gibson. For doesn't, doesn't belong on a team. He's literally the opposite of Anderson. He faces all the shots in the world, and I mean, he's got good save percentage, but he has nothing else. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my funny note with Kyle is um, he named his team name Tommy Riggs the draft because the first year Valerie was in the league, she picked one, and I picked two. And it's quite a funny team name. And he picked 11th this year, which is just hilarious. Complete coincidence. Definitely not rigged. Kyle picks 11th. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, change your team name. You might get a top five pick next year. Who knows? And last but not least, we have Mr. Larson, who I beat up in the round by round. Um, I'm just going to be nice and say Dawson Mercer round 11. He, out of all the people he dropped, he chose to drop his 11th round pick. Just an interesting strategy. Uh, maybe he evaluated the team and just decided Dawson didn't fit in. Uh, but best pick, I have Bouchard. Um, you guys kind of dogged Bouchard. I like him in round six because he's on Edmonton's power play. And then most predictable was Tage Thompson. Um, Jake is a Tage Thompson hardo. Um, with good reason, but... Um, he thought he got a steal with Tage uh, at the end of the round, at the end of first round, and I just see him as a second, late second, early third. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you and I just kind of totally disagreed about this team entirely. Uh, I'm going to say, like, Dawson Mercer aside, just because he dropped him. Same thing, but, like, I like Tripoli the best. I think he's going to be sick. He's going to have a nice year, um, and I don't like, like Evan Bouchard. I just really don't like him. And maybe Antiranta is the best pick if he was still on his team. Yeah, he dropped Antiranta. He did. <laughs> he was expecting Freddie Anderson to play every game, and it, Freddie Anderson has one save. I bet you he's regretting that now. Yeah, it's a botch. He dropped Ranta already? Yeah. Well, that was going to be my favorite pick, but not since he wasted it. So, <laughs> hey, on he's I available for you, Calvin. Yeah, based on what I learned. He's better than two of your goalies. Uh, Well, now I'm back to the drawing board. So I'll say my favorite on this team is – I'll go Raquel. I I think he's pretty sweet. Uh, Least favorite. Let's go Demko. Yeah. I can't disagree there. Jake just had a sick draft last year and ended up winning the league. Yeah. Um, this team needs roster moves to be a, yeah. a league winner. I think it's a, uh, I think it's a loser's bracket team as it stands now. I agree. 
So um, does it, any anyone have any uh, any closing remarks? Any uh, anything to share draft related? Kyle, give uh, me some time. I appreciate all the new names. I like new new team names every year. I like the new laughs, and that's about it. I got uh, no. I really shit the bed last year with my introductory season into this league, but uh, I'm making playoffs this year. Damn it! I'm going to care more. I'm making more moves. I've learned some lessons. I'm going to learn more this year. I'm making playoffs. I think other than your goalies, you got a good squad. Goalies are dumb. They are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to. I'm picking you to make playoffs, but I'm picking you to make playoffs like in the context of the the Koopa Troopa and Mario Party. That's like. Oh yeah, the fourth place player is gonna win. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that that meme where the the guy like is celebrating. He like bites open a bottle of champagne. That's you. That's you. Mouth, yeah. like, it's a medal, and then you see the pedestal. He's like sixth place. Yeah, made losers <laughs> bracket, and that's Calvin. Hey, progress. I'll take it, man. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this, Commissioner Commissioner Tom, for hopping on. Uh, for the boys in the fantasy hockey league, if you want to do, you know, content like this, Callan does it for the football leagues. Uh, I had a good time doing this. Hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to it. Yeah, I had fun. Um, I, I haven't done a hockey one before. That was a good idea. Um, yeah, if anybody wants just to like record a segment, I will post it. Um, or if you want to hop in with a group of people, uh, we can coordinate that as well. So it's a platform for all. Yeah, uh, Enjoy the Tom Lorenz bump. <laughs> I certainly will. Next yeah. stop, advertisers. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the day. <laughs> All right. See you guys. All right, guys. Take it easy. Survivors and Enhancers, welcome back to another installment of uh, Guillotine League podcasting. I don't know. We've got an execution ahead of us. This is exciting. That was cute. Last week it warmed up. We had a two-weeker. We are one week in to this two-weeker. We got one week to go, and it's about to kick off. Exciting times. Let's go through some tiers and some rankings, uh, all that good stuff. We've got survey results. Let me get that pulled up, actually. This makes for great podcasting. Everyone can listen to the clicks on my keyboard as I sign into SurveyMonkey. Wow. If that's not worth five stars, I don't know what is. All right. Here we go. Let's start with rankings. And we will start at the bottom uh, with a two-person tier in the eyes of Commissioner Kellen. This is called the panic alarm tier in the dead last place is brother tommy major corporation head he scored just 99 and a half points last week yes in just a 10 person league he couldn't even crack 100 don't laugh too much eric because you have only a 5.32 point cushion you've scored only 104.82 points last week pussy crew so, don't get too confident. These two teams very, very much in the running to be the next to die. Next tier, I call this tier the Yikes tier. Uh, this tier is not much safer than the Panic Alarm tier. Uh, I'll work my way 
from the bottom and work my way up. Um, first or last, however you want to view it in this tier, the most next in the next most in danger after brother Tommy and Eric is Brendan. He scored 107.04 points last week. His cushion's only 7.54. Uh, Brendan, I expected more because you took some risky draft picks. You kind of risk, risked it at the beginning. Those draft picks should be paying off. Kamara, I know, is a big piece for you. He'll be kicking off here shortly. So I think Brendan's going to work his way up these standings a little bit. Next is Rick. Just a few points more than Brendan. Rick scored 112.5 points last week. His cushion is 13, and even 13 points. Then we've got Singer, Team H2K, hard to kill. Might not be that hard to kill. He scored 115.02 last week. His cushion is right around 15 and a half. This tier, that's it. Those three guys, 15 points. Separates last place from one, two, three, four, five. Fifth from last place. It would surprise me zero if any of these five teams died. Doesn't exactly give you a warm, fuzzy feeling going into an execution week, does it? Gotta love it. That's why we're here. Next tier. This tier is called Inhale, Exhale. Then go to work. Because th there's nothing easy in this tier either. You got some work to do. Matt, you're first up here. Huge Hawks. Scored 118.84. This is a very thin margin. Singer finished off our last tier. Um, at 115 points. Arico, Matt, you got 118 points. 118.84. Your cushion's only four points, not even. Not even a full four points better than Singer's. Your cushion is 19.34. You're within 20 points, my dude. Nothing to get too cocky about there. Next is Jimmy, Team Jimbo. He scored 120.22. He's only two points better than Arico, so his cushion is 20.72. Little bit of a bump going to this next tier. Still only a 35.96 cushion, though. Joe, DK Meat Cavs, scored 135.46 last week. Joe's a little bit better off, but I didn't see that as enough to bump him up to his next tier. So, Joe, you still have some work to do after you take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale, go to work. That was a good pause. That part gets me hyped. And final tier. Remember that video back in the day? Bitch, I'm the Juggernaut. Remember that guy? Well, this tier is called the Juggernauts. It's made up of two teams and their brothers, Nick and Ben. It's a good day to be a Jugan because these guys look to be pretty damn safe. First up is Ben. He scored 146.9 points last week. He's got almost a 50-point cushion, 47.48 uh, points as a lead on uh, on Tommy there in last place. Sitting pretty, pretty, pretty good. Finally, the number one seed right now is Nick. The Noodle Knicks. Those Knicks look. Those <laughs> those Knicks. How about that Noodle Knicks? Those Knicks look to be pretty firm. Nothing too noodly going on there this week. Jugan, Nick Jugan, that is, scored 159.68 points last week. His cushion is 60.18. Definitely a Jugan knot. And the Jugans are cruising. I think those guys are set it and forget it. Focus on your other leagues this week. 
Uh, I'm scrolling on this Google sheet like I have liability of the year to cover. I do not. We're moving to surveys after this sip of bourbon. Ooh, it's a healthy burn. Feels good. All right, question number one. Who is the most in danger to die after this execution period? Not much imagination out there. Tommy, brother Tommy, is the runaway winner with seven votes out of, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me, man, more great, just fantastic podcasting. We had 11 votes. I'll just get this part over with. Eric, Mark, all my votes didn't go through. Oh, no. I voted. Did I miss a vote? This is just... This is just terrible. My votes didn't go through. I'll come up with them on the fly. So we have 12 votes. So, uh, I, correction to make. I think I think Brother Tommy's going down. I think that's going to be eight votes for Tommy because that's who I voted for. I don't know why that didn't go through. Uh, second place, we've got Eric. Not Again, not much imagination. He's bottom two on the standing. So not a whole lot of imagination by the league. Brendan receives a vote and Singer receives a vote. So everyone in the bottom five received a vote except for Rick. How about that? How about that? Rick got skipped. They went to Singer. Question two, who is the safest? Yep, my vote goes for Nick as well. (laughs) Nick, you have 10 out of 12 votes. Jimmy receives a vote. And Brother Tommy receives a vote. I have to imagine that that is Brother Tommy that voted for himself to be safest. That's funny. I respect it. Question number three. Using the names of only the Survive and Enhance League members, create the coolest possible name. First name, middle name, last name, without choosing the same person twice in these three questions. What is your choice for first name? Oh, wow. I won. Cool. I didn't even vote for myself. I received three votes before I even voted for myself. That, that's pretty cool. I guess, uh, hey, I'll take it. I'm not going to win many of these unless it's who can eat the most hot dogs. So, um, hey, I'll take it. Second place, we have a tie between Will, a.k.a. Danko. That Will, uh, Danko does have a first name. It's Will. Uh, and Tom. Now, so this is this is interesting. So there's two Toms, right? Brother Tommy, Cousin Tommy. I guess Cousin Tommy kind of goes more by Tom, kind of. I think I still call it. Eh, I guess I call him Tom to, most of the time. Yeah, sometimes Tommy. But Tommy, to me, is Brother Tommy. So there is a differentiation between Tom and Tommy. And Tom, Cousin Tom, has two votes. Tied, again, with Will Denko, each with two votes for second place. Third place, there's a tie. Jimmy, Rick, brother Tommy, and Joe. Question four. Same question, but, you know, come up with the coolest first, middle, last name. Let's go middle name now. Yeah, I'm not going to win this one with uh, with Patrick. That's for sure. Uh, and I, oh, I'm a little surprised, actually. The winner here is Keller. Joe, Joe Keller Barnes, your middle name, the people like it. 
I'm a little surprised that Danko didn't run away with this one. He got zero votes. Well, Danko, you would have been my vote. I think it's... Ah, you told me how to pronounce it in the locker room. It's either Blaze or Blaz. But I've never heard that before. And that's badass. So, Danko, I, I would have voted for you if my vote went through. Um, but Joe is the winner with Keller. Joe, you got three votes for your middle name of Keller. Tell your parents good work. In uh, tie for second place is James, which is Rick's middle name, and Barclay, which is, or Barkley, I think it's Barkley, which is Cousin Tommy's middle name. That is very unique. Never heard that before. That is cool. Tied for third is Gary, which is Jimmy's middle name, Richard, which is Matt's middle name, uh, Jordan, which is Chris Singer's middle name, and Hale, which is Eric's middle name. That, that one's very cool as well. All right, let's do last name. Same question, last name. And it's a runaway. Singer. The people like what Singer's got going on. It's it's also, it, Singer, yeah, it, what, how beautiful. If only he could sing as beautiful as his last name is. Singer, you get four votes. Um, tied for second, the Jugans, Nick and Ben. Each get, uh, they got two, and then Danko got two. Yeah, Danko's pretty... Danko's pretty dope. It's pretty dank. You know what I'm saying? Uh, those two second-place guys each got two votes. With one vote each, tied for third, are the Oricos, Matt and Mark, Lorenz, Rick, and both Tommies, and Lynch. Hey, Brennan, we're on the board. How about that? So, our name, our coolest name that we can come up with is Kellen Keller. Singer. Kellen Keller Singer. We almost... Whew, good, good thing we'd have a last name that ended with a K. We, we might have had a problem on our hands if we had a little KKK situation. Whew. Commissioner Kellen Podcast almost got canceled for a hot sec. Thank God we avoided that. We dodged that bullet. But all right. Um, I, for some reason, hey, things happen. Something glitched out. My votes didn't go through, but uh, I voted on the fly. So thanks to everyone except Eric and Mark. Be better. And that is it. And this is the perfect song for a podcast to end on. We got closing time. So I'm going to let play out. But that is it for me today, boys. Good luck to all of those still alive. For one of you, I'm looking forward to having a new ghost friend in this spooky season. So um, bring on the ghosts. Let's go. But good luck to all those still alive. What is up, auction leaguers? 
Another Thursday, another week of fantasy football. Isn't that beautiful? Let's first, before we move on to this next week, let's talk about last week. So, highest score on the week. Oh, not to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. Highest score on the week, 184.62. Let's go. The team is rolling. Cooper Cup, he makes a difference, let me tell you. Uh, nice. I will gladly take that. I did not mark up lowest score of the week, but it was Cam, 77.03. I would feel bad for you, but you don't care. Maybe log in, set a lineup, make a trade. I've had a trade outstanding with you for about three weeks now, but you don't listen. So um, maybe if I yell really loud, you can hear me from Carolina. Probably not. Uh, my 184, still not good enough to crack the top 10. I'll take 184 every week, but just not good enough. As a league, we scored 1,367.75 points last week, which is the third lowest. We're right in the middle. Well, well kind of. Yeah. We're, we're third lowest. Uh, last week was the third lowest scoring week of the year. Makes that 184 even more impressive. Let's go. Focus on the positive. All right, let's move on to this week. Let's break down some matchups. First matchup is my own, Money Laundering versus Team Mo Aurelius. I'm going to save us some time. I'm feeling so confident here. I'm not even really going to break this one down. Cooper Cup. It, it's amazing how quickly myself aside. I did not do this. How quickly the fantasy world forgot that Cooper Cup is the best fantasy football player on the planet when he plays. The world just forgot about it, except for ya boy. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's go, Coop. Let's go to the moon. So yeah, I'm going to win just because of Cooper Cup. Uh, not even going to have to talk about Mark's pretty horrendous QB situation. I mean, he, he made some questionable draft picks, but um, he's had some bad luck, too. So I'm not even saying that to drag him through the mud. He, it's it's tough for him. So I feel a little bit bad, but he's my opponent this week, so I don't feel that bad. But that leads me to a point I wanted to make. On my team is currently Tua Tunga Viola, Sam Howell, Derek Carr, Garner Minshew, Jordan Love. What do they all have in common? They're all quarterbacks. And this is a two-quarterback league, and I own five of them. So if you need a QB, hit me up. I can't say I'm really going to play gentle because I really like where my team's at right now and what they're looking like moving forward. So if you're willing to pay for a quarterback, you know where to come. Next matchup, Fabulous. That's Rick versus Premium Assets. That's Singer. Uh, oh, I meant to mention, the spread right now between me and Mark is uh, 130 for me, 115 for Mark. 15-point spread, money laundering, covering. Good teams win, great teams cover. Let's go. Rick is favored by 136 to 111, 25 points. Um, Singer does not have a defense in yet. Cowboys have a bye, though, so that will go down. But uh, let's see. Oh, Rick's got Trev teeing uh, not teeing off, teeing off. Get a load of this guy. Kicking off here in a few minutes on Thursday Night Football. He's got Brock Purdy, who, dare I say, could be turning into a pumpkin. 
Has the time finally come? Just seven points last week. He bleeds. Meanwhile, Singer has the most vanilla quarterback room of all time with Daniel Jones and Russell Wilson. Um, oh, I don't want to pick a winner at QB. I'm going to say draw because I hate them both. Just hate them. I guess I'll go Rick. Never mind. I'll go Rick. I, I'm sitting Trevor Lawrence ever. I've got him this week because uh, he's been kind of struggling. Hasn't been great. And Purdy, I think he's actually going to explode a little bit against the Vikings. So, um, yeah, I'll go Rick at QB. At running back, I'm going to stick with Rick again because he has Christian McCaffrey, kind of begins and ends there. Singer does have Bijan, though, but he also has David Montgomery in there, uh, which I have to believe. Oh, let's go. Hose come last. You heard it here first. Uh, so it looks like Reminder Stevenson is getting the bump, the bump into Singer's starting running back room. Still going, Rick. Because he's got Chris. Oh, you know what? Chris McCaffrey's banged up. I, you know what? I'm going Singer. Singer with the running backs. Chris McCaffrey probably going to play, but he'll be hobbled. Um, but there's a chance that he doesn't play. And DeAndre Swift is also very good. But you know what? So is Bijan. And Reminder may be heating up a little bit. I'm going Singer. Wide receiver, Rick's got Rahid Shahid, or Rashid Shahid, Kelvin Ridley, Jordan Addison. Singer's got DK Metcalf, Amon Ron, Devontae. That's Singer all day for me. Tight end, I'm going Rick. He's got Komet. He's better than Waller. Flex, Pacheco for Rick. And I don't know. Uh, Singer's got Reminder Stevenson in there for now. I don't know who he's going to bump up. Probably Brandon Ayuk. And I like me some Ayuk. I'm going to go Ayuk there. Ahead of Pacheco. So, advantage there, Singer. Um, Singer, uh, Singer. Kicker in defense. I'm not going to break down. But you know what? I think I'm going to... No. No, I'm not. Yeah, I am. Singer, upset. I will gladly take the... Well... The spread isn't very accurate right now because he's not starting defense. Give me all the points. I'm taking. I'm sprinkling Singer money line though. Eat shit, Rick. Next matchup, we got Hurts so good. That is Matt Alrico versus Team Nicotine. That is Cam. The spread right now because Cam doesn't set lineups and has bye weeks all over the place. Tannehill, Damian Pierce, Ceedee Lamb. All on by, and I have no faith that he's actually going to change that. Arico, however, has Mixon and Aubrey, the Dallas kicker, Brandon Aubrey, in his lineup too, but Matt pays attention. Matt cares. So uh, I have faith that Matt will correct that lineup. Um, so, yeah, there's not much of a breakdown needed here because Cam's not going to set a lineup. So um, Matt's quarterbacks are awesome. Uh, probably has the – might have the best quarterback room in the league, maybe other than Brett's. Uh, they haven't quite performed yet, and they've been a little banged up with Burrow. But uh, this this is at least in the conversation of best QB room in the league with Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert. Running back, Travis Etienne's on fire. Raheem Mostert is also on fire. It's kind of unreal. Uh, his wide receivers need some work, though. So if Cam pulls this out, it's because of the running back room, but he's only starting two because CD's on by. Tight end is Laporta versus Hawkinson. Laporta for Rico Hawkinson for Cam. Uh, that's very close. Uh, that, that's a draw. Um, it's really tough to break these matchups down. Boys, uh, set your lineups as best you can as early in the week as possible. 
This is kind of a waste of time to break this down with five combined bye weeks and starting lineups. But I'm going to pick a Rico in this one because Cam won't change his lineup. So that's a win by default. Matt will be moving up the standings thanks to the free win he gets from Cam. Stay hot, Cam. You jumbroni. Next matchup, we got Darkness Retreat Tommy versus D's Nuts Jose. And it looks like we're going to have a close one, except Jose's got Dak Prescott in his starting lineup. So I'll just say it one more time. Set your lineups as best you can. I know you're going to tinker throughout the week, but get the bye weeks out of there at least by midweek so I can do a podcast. So I can do a proper podcast, damn it. Um, so who's going to get moved up for Jose? He's got Dak uh, and nobody else. Well, Jose. I got five QBs, so why don't you hit me up, my bud, and uh, we can talk some business. Tom, if you want to play defense, come trade for a QB before Jose can. Come get you some wins, or a win this week at least if he only has one QB. Strategy, chess, not checkers. Let's break this down. Uh, Tommy wins the QB matchup. He's got Baker and Jared Goff. Jose has Lamar, uh, but no one else currently, so I'm going Tommy here kind of by default. Tommy has Brian Robinson and Javante Williams. And then Jose has Keontae Ingram and Kenneth Walker. This is not an exciting running back matchup, kind of whatsoever. Um, I actually think for Tommy, I think Javante is going to have a good week this week. Brian Robinson might too with that matchup. But Kenneth Walker, off a bye, is just very good. Um, but I, I'm still going to go Tommy here because Kante Ingram doesn't excite me one bit. Uh, I'm going to go Tommy here, but it's very close. At wide receiver, Tommy has George Pickens, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman. Jose has Debo, DJ Moore, Mike Evans. Uh, this, this, ain't, this ain't the vibe. Ooh, this could be the vibe. This is the vibe. This is the vibe. I need a little sippy sip. It's a good song to lay pipe to. You dirty dogs knew that already. <laughs> Let's be honest. All right, wide receivers. We back. Who do I like better in this one? This is close. This is a draw. You look at the projections, too. All six of these wide receivers are projected somewhere in the 10-point range. Unreal. I'm going draw. No, I'm not doing it. It's a draw. Tight ends. Wow. Wow, Tommy is Mark Andrews, but of course, Jose on the other side has Kelsey. It's Kelsey every time. Kelsey's always the answer. He's got that. He's got the Swifties behind him now. How can you stop that? You can't. Flex spots, Alexander Madison for Tommy versus Keenan Allen. Keenan, Allen's on, Keenan Allen is on an absolute tear. Um, uh-oh, come on. Um, I also hate Alexander Madison. Wow. Deep breath, Kellen. Focus. I also hate Alexander Madison. I think he's not good. And he plays against a pissed-off San Francisco 49ers fresh off a loss last week. So, um, this is Keenan Allen. Oh, my God. Keenan Allen all day now for me. So, overall, I'm going to choose Tommy, which is an upset pick by quite a bit once Jose figures out that QB situation. 
I think his running backs outscore Jose's. I think his quarterbacks outscore Jose's. Um, I think it's close, though. And Jose's red hot. Did he come back? Yeah, he's still had a good week. He's had the highest score three of the last five weeks. He's kind of due for a dud. Jose, going down. Tommy's winning this one. Final matchup, we got Odell Brutham Jr., which that name doesn't give enough. It doesn't get enough credit. Brett's 0-6, though. That hurts, man. The QB strategy did not work out for Brett. He hammered Mahomes, Burrow, and Fields in the draft and hasn't gone to plan. Uh, but he is playing against Eric, Team Eric90i. That name doesn't get enough hate, Eric. That's brutal. Um, the spread here is 30 points. Let's, let's see why. So it's not hard to see why. So, like I said, Brett hammered those QBs. Justin Fields is hurt. He has Patrick Mahomes starting, as one is always going to do. But then his third QB was Joe Burrow, who was on bye. So this loaded QB room actually sends Brett to the waiver wire. And he picks up Tyson Badgen, the rookie out of I forget what school. I don't think Sleeper tells you that. Some small school. His dad, here's a fun fact. His dad is a competitive arm wrestler, and he is hilarious. And uh, everyone should YouTube him uh, uh, getting interviewed at, I don't know if it was the Combine or the Senior Bowl or what it was, but uh, hilarious, objectively hilarious. So uh, that who uh, is in uh, Brett's hopes and dreams are in the hands of Tyler Badgen. Mahomes and Badgen are going up against Josh Allen and Geno Smith, so this is actually pretty close. I mean, obviously, Brett has QB1 in this matchup. Eric has three and four, and then Brett has... Er, Eric has two and three. Brett has QB4. So this is pretty close. Eric probably gets the advantage there. More consistent matchups, and Geno gets to play against the Cardinals. So slight edge there for Eric. But Mahomes gets the Chargers. That could be a blow-up play, but... I think Eric gets an edge there. Running back, Brett's got Rashad White, Jonathan Taylor, who's heating up, getting more and more action each week. Eric has James Cook and Austin Eckler. Um, woo, good running back matchup. I'm going to go slight edge Eric here again because um, JT is not fully unleashed yet, being the main reason. Wide receiver, Brett has Romeo Dobbs, um, Jacoby Myers, and Joshua Downs. Eric has A.J. Brown, Christian Kirk, Terry McLaurin. This is Eric. This is Eric for sure. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is a savvy little play against against Bron the Broncos. Uh, he could have a really good game. Jacoby Myers has been really good and plays against Chicago. Josh Downs has been low-key awesome. I like him better in PPR leagues. We're only half PPR. Uh, so, yeah, this one's pretty clearly Eric in my opinion. Bone Eric's way at tight end, too, with Kyle Pitts, who's been way better lately. Yeah, 12 points the last two games. Uh, Brett has David Njoku, which I expected more. I actually drafted him in this league, and I, I cut him since, obviously, since now he's on Brett's team. That hasn't been impressive. At flex, I'm going to give this one to Joshua Palmer. For, for Brett against Kansas City. I think the Chargers are going to be keep trying to keep up, trying to outscore the Chiefs all game. I think uh, Palmer, bold prediction, Josh Palmer might break a break a big one for six. Uh, he's going against Tyler Lockett against Arizona, but Tyler Lockett has not really been himself this year. 
Maybe the bye week served him well, but we will see. We'll see what this week brings. I got to go Eric in this matchup, though. I, I think the spread might be a little too much. But Eric's got a pretty good team, and Brett is struggling. And the bye weeks are doing him no favors. My goodness. Yeah, Joe Burrow already mentioned he's on bye. DeAndre Hopkins on bye. Tyler Boyd, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, Chigo Conquo, Miles Sanders injured. Brett, I'm sorry, man. It's not your year. That's all I got for today, boys. Good luck in all your matchups in this league and in the other leagues. Commission's out. I'll let Kid Rock play us out. It is time to get intercontinental, boys and girls. Yeah. Let's start first by recapping last week. So last week, to no surprise of anybody, with Cooper Cup back, with Jonathan Taylor back, hey, I actually have my real actual starting players back. Yours truly scored the highest score of the week, the highest score of the season. And now the second highest score of all time. 210.73. Not bad. I do, of course, have the first overall score of all time. 231.61 that I scored in week one of last year. Your boy brought the heat that week. Let's try to let's save that performance for the shit. But uh, let's keep that one uh, as a piece of motivation. Lowest score on the week went to Rick. Eat shit, Rick. Where's your CD lamb now? 113.35. Pathetic. That's a tough break. Actually, as far as low scores of the week goes, that's actually pretty damn high. That's the highest. Nope. That's the second highest low score of the week of the, of the year. <laughs> How about that? How about that? I actually had, oh, the only one to beat it. So the number one highest lowest score of the week was when I lost in week two. I scored 127. Wow, how about that? Okay, let's, uh, well, one more thing. So, as a total, uh, in total, as a league, we scored 1,440.10 points, which is the second lowest of the year so far. So, if you're in the auction league too and you listen to that segment, it's a somewhat low scoring week in that league as well. So, fantasy points were a little bit down. We're in bye week season. It's understandable. There's a lot of injuries, a lot of significant injuries in fantasy right now. So not too surprising. Let's break down some matchups. I'll start with my own big golden ponies saddling up against Easy Breezy. I don't need much of a breakdown here. Sorry, Eric. Um, yeah, I'm not going to break this down. My my team is healthy. Aside from Jamar Chase, who's on a bye week, I've got pretty much my ideal starting lineup starting. So, 
Yeah, the the spread right now is 30 points, 159 to 129. I'll lay the points. I'm going to at least flirt with 200 again. Golden Ponies, saddling up. Fire up. Golden Ponies going for this win. Next matchup, Everything Hurts, Rick versus me and my homies. That's Chris Barnes. Um, the spread right now is Rick, favor, uh, not favored. Chris Barnes favored, 153 to 121. Woo! That's a, that's a big one right there, Rick. Woo! I said it earlier. I'll say it again. You're missing you some CD Lamb, brother. The bourbon is slapping. Oh! Spicy. Uh, Chris Barnes already out to a 6.8 lead. Chris Olave and Evan Ingram already underway, already with points. That's nice. Chris Barnes off to a nice start on a Thursday evening. We got a hell of a quarterback battle, though. Rick's got Jalen Hurts. Chris has Patrick Mahomes. That is an electric matchup right there, both with good matchups in NFL words as well. Um, both of these QBs should really pop this week. At wide receiver, like I mentioned, Chris already has a lave going. He's got Mike Evans. He's got Rashi Rice. Fucking love me some Rashi. I thought of a nickname, too. His, his name's kind of like Banshee, Rashi. I think it's going to be Rashi the Banshee or something like that. It's a working. We're working on it. But uh, Banshee Rice, something like that. Um, love me some Rashi Rice. I think uh, he's really going to pop here. Um he started last week. I think he's going to pop this week. He's got a favorable schedule these next three, four weeks, too. I think he's really going to get on the map. So I really like me some Rashi Rice right now. Rick's got Drake London, Jacoby Myers, Christian Watson. These are no slouches for Rick either. Um, they better not be because he traded for all these guys by giving up his elite piece. Um, I think I got to go with Chris, though. I think I like Chris's a little bit better. Because uh, Mike Evans had a down week last week against the Lions. Because the Lions are just a friggin' force. Chris Olave on the Saints' first drive already has like 14 yards, one catch. So that's a good pace. Um, I'm cheating a little bit since that game's already started. Yeah, song ain't the vibe. Oh, but this is. And then Rashi, you already know I like him. The Banshee. Let's go. Running back, Rick's got James Cook and Deontay Foreman. Woof, what happened? Chris has Bijan and Eckler, which is quite possibly the best one-two punch at running back in the league. Uh, so this is far and away. Chris Barnes at tight end. Chris has Sam Laporta. Rick has Cole Komet, who is fine. And I think Vegas is a very good matchup. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to... I'll go Komet. Rick, you got one. You got tight end. Uh, yep, okay. I love me some Laporta. I think Baltimore covers the tight ends pretty well, though. They've got two stud linebackers with Patrick Queen, Gotagas, and um, Roquan Smith. So, yeah, Laporta might have a quieter week. Cole, Cole Komet might uh, have a good week. Flex, it's close. Evan Ingram for Chris. I don't love that a tight end's in that spot, but he's already got 4.4 points after one drive. Versus Rick's Jackson Smith in Jigba play, who's starting to heat up. Uh, right now, Ingram's projected to have more, but this is close. Probably too close to call. Overall, though, I'm going Chris. I give him a slight nod at QB. I give him the nod at wide receiver. I give him the nod at running back. Uh, the rest goes to Rick, but that's just too much. So, Chris, 
picking you. Don't let me down. Third matchup, we got Sko, which you guys might not know this, but the team owner is Sko. And then we got Come On Charby, Let's Go Party. That's Eli, who has now laid lips on the golden trophy, the golden laptop. So congrats one last time to Eli. He did give it back. The laptop is not going to Cambodia. I was afraid he was going to ask because it doesn't really make me comfortable. Um, oh, he brought it up. He said it might be an issue. That's right. Uh, it's like, yeah, I was hoping you wouldn't ask. So that's good news. The the, the golden laptop is in, still in the States, still safe with me. I have not touched it, though. I always have something between me and the laptop. I got to earn it before I can touch it. Haven't touched it since I painted that sucker. Soon. Soon, golden laptop. Quarterback, the champ, the current champ, currently has Trevor Lawrence going. He's got 5.2 points already. Going against Brock Purdy for Sko, who might be slowly turning into a pumpkin. Might be happening after last week. We will see. I think he's probably going to bounce back, though, against the Vikings this week. Um, this is close. Since Trev's off to a good start and I sat him in all the leagues I have, I think he's just bound for a massive week. So, um, wouldn't, wouldn't that just be about a bitch? That'll probably happen. So, uh, I'll give a slight edge here to Eli. At wide receiver, Eli's got Devontae, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin. Sko has Devontae. We got Devontae versus Devontae. Or no, what is it? Devontae Smith is Devonta. That's right, Devonta Smith versus Devontae Adams. That's tough. And then Sko also has Michael Thomas and Jalen Waddle. This is a very good wide receiver matchup. Um, I think I like, I think I like Eli's guys here with Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen. Devonta Smith, he's been a little cold lately. A little bit, a little bit cold. Michael Thomas is already playing. He's got zero. He'll, he'll get his five catches for 61 yards. You know, that Michael Thomas stat line that uh, we've all come accustomed, become accustomed to. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go Eli here with the edge there. Running backs goes the, uh, DeAndre Swift and Jameer Gibbs. Eli. Sylvan Ahmed. Haven't seen that name in a while. Has he? Oh, wow, he played last week. He did damn good, too. Man, Miami Dolphin running backs. They just produce. And he's got Damian Harris. That's not ideal. That's not ideal at all. Uh, Sko. Sko advantage at running back for sure. At tight end, George Kittle for Sko versus Jonu Smith for Eli. George Kittles could score you. Kittle, not Kittles. Could score you 30. He could score you 3. He could score you 0. But with that boom bust potential, I'm going to I'm gonna give it to Kittle because he can boom. Janu has been a useful, a very useful tight end so far this year. But you're like, hey, he's not going to goose egg me. He's not going to kill me. He's going to get his 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 points right in that range. And uh, he's not going to kill me. He's not going to win me a week. But I'm going to win my tight end matchup half the weeks that I play him. But I'll go Kittle there. At the flex spots, Sko has Joshua Palmer and Cortland Sutton. And Eli has Christian Kirk and Rashid Shahid. I like, I actually like Sko's guys here a little bit more. Everybody knows I just can't quit Cortland Sutton. I think Joshua Palmer is going to bust a big one this week against the Chiefs with the Chargers having to air it out quite a bit. Um, Chris Kirk's already playing. Rashid Shahid's already playing. 2.5 already for Kirk and zero for Shahid. It's so early, though. Three minutes left in the first quarter. Nothing, no reason to panic. I just like Sko's guys better. 
So this is a very, very close matchup. Um, in the spread right now, the games are underway in this matchup. It's about 20 points in favor of Sko. Oof, tough. Yeah, I'm going to go Sko here. Um, he might lose at quarterback, although it might be close, and he might win. I think he loses at wide receiver, but I think he crushes at running back and flex and probably at least wins at tight end. So, yep, I'm going Sko. Sko, baby. Taking a sip of bourbon. We're bringing it home with these last two matchups. So good. So good once it hits your lips. Nothing like a little 128 proof to uh, get you through a work day. You know what I'm saying? Woo! That'll put lead in your pencil. There's the flavor. All right. Next matchup, we got the Todd Father. That's Rico versus All About the Jeffersons. Joe Bonds. Current, there are games underway here. Uh, or maybe just two, two players for Matt. Current line is 20. Matt's projected to win 150 to 130. He's got Travis Etienne already with nine with a tutty. And New Orleans defense with 10 right now. So that factors in. Matt's already got a 19.1 lead. Quarterback, Lamar versus Stafford. I don't think this is going to be as big of a blowout as people think with the name recognition. Stafford's been useful. He's got his best weapon back. Playing Pittsburgh, who is a medium to slightly difficult defense. But um, I got faith in my Lions. I don't, we're not going to shut down Lamar. We might stifle him, slow him down a little bit. So, um, yeah, I I think this is close. I struggle to really pick a winner. I guess I'll probably go Lamar. Oh, let's go, a Afro man. Um, Lamar, slight edge here. Wide receiver, Rico's got Steph Diggs, Brandon Ayuk, Michael Pittman. Joe has Puka Nakua, who might be dead with cutback. It might, that might be all she wrote. DK Metcalf and Romeo Dobbs are his other two guys. This is Matt by a landslide. Um, Diggs, Ayuk, Pittman. I mean, the Diggs and Ayuk are fantastic. Pittman is very good. Could be even better as he he's still young. He could get even better. Running back, like I said, Etienne's already going for him. He's got Christian McCaffrey, who should play. If he didn't play, I'd be very surprised. Uh, and Joe's got Ramondre Stevenson and Najee. And as a Najee owner, Joe, I feel for you. You got to start him. You can't sit him because because hashtag reasons. I I don't even know. Just because he's Najee, and you have to. And those are the rules, and if you sit them, you're, you're a bad person. It, it, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Sucks. Easy advantage here for Matt. At tight end, though, I'm going with Joe with Hawkinson. Uh, Matt's got Goddard. Goddard's fine, but he's no Hawk. Uh, oh! Touchdown? No, no touchdown. That was a sick one-handed grab, though, by... Is that Shahid? Yeah, that's Shahid. Doesn't count, though. Womp womp. Flex. Arico has Brian Robinson and George Pickens. Joe has Elijah Moore and Alexander Madison. This is Arico in a runaway because I just hate Alexander Madison. I don't think he's good at football. I think he blows testicles. Oh! Uh, overall, I'm going Matt here pretty handedly. I might even lay these points. Quarterback's close, like I said. I think he crushes that wide receiver, crushes that running back. 
and flex. Joe wins tight end at Q in their tight end. And then that's it, I think, actually. Woo. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, this is Matt by a landslide. Uh, I think Matt scores more than that 150. I like his matchups. I like his players. Um, he's projected 150. I think he exceeds that. Joe, I think you're in for a long week, my friend. Final matchup. WDP. Singer versus Make My Team Great Again, Brendan. Current spread is 11 points. Singer is currently favored to win 138 to 127. Both teams have players underway. Alvin Kamara for Singer has 420. Nice. 4.2 already for Kamara. And Brennan has Jacksonville's defense with 10 right now. Quarterbacks, though. Brennan runs away with this one. It's Kirk Cousins against San Francisco. Ooh. I might explore other options on that one, Singer, especially without Justin Jefferson. Brendan's got Josh Allen. Um, this is an easy lean towards Brendan. At wide receiver, Brendan has Debo, Amon Ra, and Amari Cooper. Singer at DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, Tyler Lockett. I like Brendan here as well. DJ Moore without Justin Fields. I don't know. I don't know about that. Jerry Judy. Steve Smith just tore him a new one last week. I freaking love Steve Smith. And I love him even more because I hate Jerry Judy, and he spoke truth about him. He sucks, Singer. He sucks. Tyler Lockett uh, hasn't quite been himself yet this year. Maybe against Arizona is a get-right game for him, though. But I'm going Brendan's way with Amon Ron Debo. I, I, I'm an Amari Cooper hater as well. Not quite to the extent as I am a Jerry Judy hater, but uh, I do hate a wide receiver on each of these teams in this wide receiver matchup. But I'm going Brennan's way here. At running back, Singer has Kamara already with 4.20. Nice. And Josh Jacobs. Um, Brennan has Kenneth Walker the third and Zach Evans. Ooh, Zach Evans, tough to gauge. Could be great, could be terrible. I'm thinking he's going to be in a timeshare, though. So I'm going Singer's direction here for sure. Tight end is garbage versus garbage. Tyler Higby versus Logan Thomas. I'm going to call that a tie and just mercifully not talk about this my matchup at tight end. At flex, Singer's got Jordan Addison and Isaiah Pacheco. Very, those flexies are sexies. Those are very nice. Brendan has Rondell Moore, who I don't love, but I think he had a really nice play last week. Um, maybe. He had 6.6 points last week. That's not exciting. Um, but then Joshua Downs, too. Jo I guess it's just Josh Downs. Um, very exciting, especially in PPR formats. That dude's pretty damn good. I am going to go Singer's way here, though. Um, I, I think his flex are probably significantly better than Brendan's. It's not a landslide, but it's, they're better. So I've got Singer at flex, running back. And that's it. And then Brendan at wide receiver, quarterback, and a tie at tight end. I'm going Brendan here. And an upset. Yeah, I think so. I think I am. Yeah. If, give me those points. Give me those 11. I'll take those. And then separate bet, I'm sprinkling Brendan Moneyline. I could be wrong. I think QB, I think Josh Allen wins this one on his own. Yeah. Brendan, don't let me down.
All right. Well, a good song just started. If you, if you don't think of Blue Mountain State when you hear this song, I don't know what's wrong with you. You probably need to watch Blue Mountain State. But that is it from me. Good luck in all your matchups this week, not just in this keeper league, but in all your leagues. Talk to you boys later. Go Lions!